This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, time running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 184 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave. And uh, it's good to welcome back into the Fan Cave my two co-hosts here, the man that adorns the Southern Annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk. Welcome to the show. Hey, it's good to be back. I've still got to get my chair exactly right. But you know, a little tribute was paid. Hey. He got a full belly. Nice. He put a little extra on the Reuben today. <laughs> and the man knows how to play the game. Thank you, Jeff. 
Absolutely. Appreciate you. Appreciate Absolutely. You. So glad to uh, to have had the Murphy brothers. Oh, my God. How funny week. were they? These guys were great. Uh, Mike and Jeff, of course, from Domenico's Alameda. Domenico's here in uh, Middle Tennessee. We appreciate uh, those guys coming in and, and filling in for, for my two co-hosts because you, sure. guys, you, guys, you guys weren't here this week, so it's awesome to have you all back. Of course, tonight, Mosh, we're missing about 100 of our closest friends because the chat room is not out. Well, it's not our fault. It's not our fault. Is it? No. Is, it is it the other? No. Is it's, that, is no, it his it's, fault? And it's not Cody's fault this time it's either. Not a, no. It's not. It's not anybody with Jeff in their moniker. Oh, fault. okay. Okay. Nice. Hey, is there a YouTube Jeff? Oh, I'm sure there yeah, is. There's he there's works in the YouTube. IT department. Yeah, yeah that's his fault. And, it's his fault. And, YouTube, yeah, right. and I'm sure his name is Raider Jeff. When right, he's, right, right. And I'm sure he's a Niner fan or something oh, like that. Oh, that's right. So uh, without further ado, though, speaking of Jeffs, let's welcome the man that adorns the Western Annex of the Southern Annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk, the one and only Yeah, what's up? What's up? Good to be here. Yeah, good to be here, man. I miss the chat. I was just going to say, man. I miss the chat so much, and I want to shout him out. I know Ron the Materator is watching our show right now, uh, keep holding down the chat. We got my bestie Michelle Sweat in there, Adam Hills in there, Lee B. Atticus B. Rockin', uh, Aaron the Q Dog Raiders in there, uh, Kill Jadis is in there, Rico is in there. Oh. We're all in there. We're all in there, but 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 not right now. Nah. I'm just staring at a blank screen right now. Blank screen. This is kind of weird, man. I got to say, weird. Like, the start of the show doesn't feel the same without, like, it's kind of like the hype of being, like, performing in front of a live audience, Mosh, which you know very well, versus, like, doing something, like, just, like, for the cameras, like we're doing now. Like, it's, it's I think we kind of feed off that interaction from the chat room. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. There's something to be said for that, 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 that back and forth that you get yeah, with them, you know? That immediacy so, of response uh, and whatnot, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Mosh, you're going to have to be our laugh track for tonight, so whenever we I say something it. funny, uh, then definitely please... Uh, <laughs> 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 Just hit the button whenever we... Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey, hey. But see, the thing, though, about Mosh, though, is that I know that even Jeff, you and I might say something clever that makes us laugh. He'll hit us with this. And he- exactly. Thank you. Right on uh-huh. cue. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely, yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you, Uncle Mosh. All right. Are you okay, you were really <laughs> dumb on that one. Most of the time when it's you, Murph, by yourself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Thanks. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Sorry. Thanks, man. Okay, quit. Can I, can I go ahead and go with the show now? <laughs> it's all radio, so all of our visual bits have got to go. No, it's not. We're still going to be on the YouTube. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't understand how all this stuff works. <laughs> look at look, what my... Uh, the arms are shrinking up. I'm becoming Mosh, Moshasaurus <laughs> Rex. It just happens. They just go. Just oh. You should see me try and type like this. <laughs> well, he asked. Him, he asked about the iPad right here, where we have the soundboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. said. He said. He said swag. He said swag. It's it's dark. Yeah. I can't get it to work. Yeah. And so I pushed the button and clicked the app and flipped it back just to him. Press the damn button. Yeah, that's all yeah. we did. I said. I said. Here you go, buddy. Oh, you think that's really funny, do you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then we're gonna laugh track for that. Mm-mm. No, he okay. didn't. It's like Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman around here. Oh, <laughs> I used to love that show. <laughs> oh, quiet. Oh, my gosh. What a great show. Yeah, there we go. All right. <laughs> so let's, like, there's, I'm going to guess, one guy or gal that got the Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman reference. Yeah, and he's sitting in the Southern Annex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. So, little known fact, did you know the woman that was on that show, Elise uh, Ford is her name. Yes, yes, yes. That's Robert Downey Jr.'s mom. Absolutely. Yeah. 
There you go, Swaggo. How about and, that? Uh, this premiere, is, this premiere of the show, all the chat, all the people in the chat have left. If I'm not mistaken, it's just the three of us. Didn't Billy Crystal get a start on that show too? I feel like he did. He was, right. uh, he was the gay son, or married something to the gay like son, that, yeah, or something, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now for something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Are you going to read without screwing up? Oh, well, I'm just trying. Oh. Good grief. Oh Episode gosh. number 184 of Raiders Fan Radio. Let's get to it. Oh, my gosh, Jeff. Wow, somebody must be in a hurry. I'm telling you, man. You well, all right? Well, he yeah, keeps I'm looking. At, why don't you yell into your microphone some more so I can play more with the audio? Because I love doing that on the fly. Good. Good. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like, wow. Look over here. You see when it goes all red? Because you're going, Because nah! I'm trying to talk over you guys talking about whatever old show you were talking about. Hey, hey, it's okay. Just because you weren't there doesn't mean we can't talk about it. That's right. Don't make me get into well, when Billy Crystal make, was the waiter and the, Billy the mom waiter in Spinal Tap. <laughs> Billy you Crystal go, fan radio. Yeah, man. hey, don't get us Jeez. started. Look, Mosh and I could do a City Slickers episode if oh you don't watch gosh. it. Let's talk about Jack Palance, Mosh. <sighs> One of the greatest. Do you remember when he did one-armed push-ups at the Academy Awards that I, year? I do. That was amazing. That was he amazing. was like 75 years old or something exactly. crazy like that. sure was. Hey, Jeff. I what just, episode number is this? I just got something to tell you, Swag. <laughs> just one thing. Just one thing. Say it. One thing. Josh is holding up a finger. No, that's it. Just, just one, one thing. Just, oh, yeah. Just one. This is life. The answer to life. Was just it the answer to life? Yeah. The secret to the life. The secret to life. It's just one thing. You should really watch that movie. You'd really love it. should. It's actually a pretty good movie. It's your best day and your worst day. I can't Boom. wait to not watch that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on. can't wait. All right, let's get on this episode number 184 of Raiders Fan Radio since we have gone completely off the rails after being at the top of the well, show. Yeah. Um, thank you for watching us on the YouTubes. Although we miss our chat room uh, incredibly tonight, uh, we know that you are watching out there and look forward to hearing your, and reading your comments uh, as you comment afterwards. That is at uh, youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. You can also find us on any podcast service just by simply searching for Murph's Fan Cave. That is M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. You can find us on uh, the Stitcher, the uh, iTunes, Apple Podcast. That is uh, uh, the Google. That is anywhere that, that you can find a podcast. You can certainly find us. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that mute button so did not work. No, it didn't. It didn't? No, because it picked up on both of our mics. You, no, you, you, this is what you too. did. You go, you can find us on Apple <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> but, I, but I muted your guys' mics, too. I think it caught no, off No, you mic. definitely didn't. No, no. <laughs> definitely didn't. Yeah. It's funny. Like I get to talking sometimes, and it stirs everything up. Did you ever notice that before? Jeff, what? that he gets to talking and things just go crazy? I never noticed well, that. Well, yeah, yeah. We're 38 <laughs> minutes into the show. At the top of the show. <laughs> Jeez. <coughs> All right. <laughs> Where was I at? Okay. The One Nation Foundation.net. <laughs> This show is a disaster. We are a we're a, we're a mess because that's what happens, man. You take us well, out. Yeah, of, the YouTube the YouTube screwed us up. YouTube got us all screwy here, man. We're all over the place. What, Mosh? I'm just laughing because <laughs> what? Because literally, now I got nothing. No, you got. <laughs> nothing. I got. I don't even have. We're all living in Mosh's world now. We all I got nothing. I love this. This well, makes yeah. me so happy. <laughs> Everybody's got nothing. Everybody. Everybody's got, got nothing. nothing. I got this. The, like you guys, at least have power. You guys got yeah. the buffering or nothing. I got nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I got He's nothing. He's not as bright either. Normally, normally the, yeah, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. It's the okay. It's is... like I stood up, and what, what I'm staring at on my screen okay. is just like. 
this is what I got. This is what I got right here. Coach Davis, look away. Uh, That's what I got right there. Oh, look my. I'm sporting the old school shirt. You got the shirt. old school Sunny oh, Murray shirt, man. It looks well, good. Well, look right here. And Jeff's got and the. We got the, the new school. We got, got the, the old and the new. Good job. The RFR I line. love oh. that shirt, Swag. Yeah, Is you that do. your design? Is that what you did for the shirts? Yeah, we'll yeah. We'll talk about those? that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to throw it over to you because I'm going uh, to mention the OneNationFoundation.net. That's yes. where that is our foundation where we support a, uh, a litany of, as the kids say, Raiders charities. And so please help us with the uh, One Nation Foundation by going to OneNationFoundation.net, and you can uh, donate directly there. Or you can uh, help us out by buying some of our gear, which yeah. is by going to Swag Jeff. What? Yeah, go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. There are two links now on that page. Uh, you can click the one link and go to Fanatics.com and uh, click the link, and a portion of that goes to the One Nation Foundation. Uh, the other link, the new link, has Uncle Masha's shirt right there on it. It's, it's the old-school RFR shirt. Uh, you click that the old Sonny and Murph shirt, man. Yeah, you click that. You click that shirt on RaidersFanRadio.com/gear, and it will take you to T Public, where all of our shirts are at. And today, uh, it's thirty five percent off. So sweet! It's like thirteen so bucks get, for a t-shirt. So you can get the RFR Live shirt, a Swag Jeff, Uncle Mosh, Murph's Fan Cave, Tales from the Nation, uh, the old school shirts, the Sonny and Murph, the RFR Live shirts. You can get them all for like thirteen bucks right now. Wow! Yeah, and and stickers. I know. I think Kevin the Raider nerd has asked about stickers, and he's also about also asked about Tales from the Nation, all that stuff. Which, it, and speaking of that, I got the Tales from the Nation there shirt. You, go, you can right get this there. shirt on there, right there. Absolutely. But the stickers are like two bucks. Wow! I mean, yeah. that's, I mean that's crazy. And how much? And we get we get a kickback from that, we and that goes to and it into goes our fund, to the One Nation Foundation. Wow! And we that get a good amazing. chunk of that money. We get more money on our gear than we do from the Fanatics website. Yeah, like the One Nation Foundation does well when you buy our own gear, and they're Absolutely. and they're a lot faster than we were when we were running it. When you and oh my god, when it was when shipping we were the fulfillment central. department, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. That yeah, is man. so good to oh, go, it's so good. Yeah, good stuff, man. So appreciate that. And uh, so every episode we do of Raiders Fan Radio, uh, we take the episode number and we tie it back to something significant within Raider Nation. And uh, our good buddy Swag Jeff handles that. And tonight, what is it? Uh, Swag Jeff. Yeah. Episode number 184. Um, so episode 184, anything that has to do with an 84 kind of hurts my feelings oh, a little bit. Oh, yeah. You get you get a little butt hurt, and rightfully little, so. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. The number 84 brings up a lot of bad memories, Ooh. a lot of bad feelings for me. Uh, wasted money. Right, right. A, Come a, on. A broken heart. Keep going. And uh, and a rage that few uh, that few can bring out of me. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's bad. Oh. It's bad. I mean, there's only two football players in the entire NFL that I have a real personal hate for. Right, right. Who's that? And both of them have have worn a Raider jersey. Really? Okay. Yeah. Carson Palmer. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> Carson Palmer, and now AB84. Uh, Boy, it, and he already killed the Buccaneers, didn't he? Well, you know, so so speaking of AB84, he he never really was a Raider. No, he wasn't. Never no. was a never Raider. Never played a game. Ne- no, he never played a game. Never played a preseason game. Nope. Never did nothing. Nope. Hardly practiced with the team. You know, and, and, and yes, now he is a Buccaneer. He's he used a, up all our foot powder. That's all he ever did. That's all he did. <laughs> that's all he did. You know, and yes, he is a Buck now. And, you know, and maybe I need to edit that song. Remember AB's song? Oh, yeah. AB's with- song, you know, because the line was, uh, and you can tell everyone now you're a Pat. Right, So right. now you can say, and you can tell everybody that now you're a buck. 
But to Raider Nation, so we, we don't, don't give, give a, a crap. <laughs> <laughs> it literally writes itself. Yeah. It writes itself. But you know what? Yes. Uh, he will go down as one of the most hated players to ever be a Raider, uh, including, Absolutely. including Warren Sapp, Randy Moss, Jamarcus Russell, uh, Carson Palmer as the most despised players to ever don the silver and black. But I'm saying all this to say this. There is an 84 that deserves to be celebrated. Come on. An 84 that deserves to be celebrated. Many have worn the number, but only one has worn it better than anyone. And it was in the early history of the Raiders. We're talking about Art Powell, mm. a.k.a. AP84, a.k.a. Kingpin. He played four years in the Silver and Black, from 1963 to 1966. Art Powell played 56 games in Silver and Black, and in that time he had 254 receptions for 4,491 yards. Come on. 50 receiving touchdowns, which still to this day is ranked fourth all time for the Raiders, even though he only played four seasons in Silver and Black. In 1963, he had 16 touchdown receptions. Dude. That's still the most all time in one season for Raiders. Wow. Now that's 184 to be celebrated. Nice. Dude. You dug deep on that That one. Yeah. Well done, Swag. Great job, man. Great job. Mosh, give him some applause right, and contact. Attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece I of was... paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard <laughs> as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan oh. Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, what about sensitive. our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Hey, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders oh, Fan Radio hotline. Like water. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget, what do you mean, Jeff? Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fist. Find all our stuff yeah. on podcast providers like oh Stitcher, and so iTunes, and Google Play. Alright, did I hit the time limit? Good! Good! <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, we're a mess tonight, man. Oh, my it. gosh. Thanks for everyone joining in the chat right now. Whoever you are, <laughs> Whoever we love you. Are, we, love you. <laughs> we love you more than anybody. Oh, my And, yes, uh, I'm talking to you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight, chat room. I was going to uh, – oh, I was going to tell you another fun thing, a 184. Yeah. Last time the Raiders won the Super Bowl, January 22nd, 1984. So, oh, 184. My bad. My bad. Not Th- bad. That's good. My bad. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. But you should have told me that good. because 184, it took me, I think I was looking at that for like four hours before I finally found that. But you know what's cool about that, though, is that especially for you as a newer fan. Yeah. Well, not newer at this point. I mean, you're a little more seasoned now, but still, like, how many people know Art Powell's stats? 
Like even for old school guys like us, like yeah, I don't we know knew like, the name. I, I, I don't just know. Didn't I couldn't have told you his stats. I didn't know he was the all time Raider leading that's scorer crazy cool. touchdowns. Like I didn't know yeah, that in one season. Yep, in one season. That's, that's amazing. amazing. So no, that's great stuff, man. That's mm-hmm. why I, I love that segment, and you do a great job with well, it. Thank so you. I go, thank, thank you, buddy. Thank you. thank you, thank you, thank you. I'd give you applause on that, but you know, I don't run the board. Ah, oh, that's nice, Mosh. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was got to keep me humble. Yeah, I got to keep you humble. All right, let's get into some respect. Uh, we don't do props around here. We don't do shout outs. <laughs> Nothing wrong with those things, but we like to give a little bit of uh, respect. You know what I mean? You know. So uh, I'd like to give respect. Uh, we got we got a lot to give respect to tonight. But first, I want to give respect to the Raiders. Um, the Raiders are very staunch in their approach to uniforms. They do not vary. They from the classic Raider uniform. There's only been a handful of changes to our uniform over the years. Of course, there was the big one that the, that they made initially when Al Davis took over the team and famously changed the color scheme from burgundy and gold and went to the silver and black. And he wanted to emulate the the black knights of the army and 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 what's not, which we'll get to in a second. Which is a you know a, a brilliant reference back to also Veterans Day. Um, but uh, but aside from that change. There's only been like a couple logo changes, and then that's been it. And so to see the Raiders be willing to, to take a step out of their comfort zone and, and to make changes to an, or use an alternate uniform, I think is really cool because, Mosh, the, the white Raider jersey, the, the, the AFL version with the silver numbers with the black outline. Oh, it's beautiful, Swaggo, right? It's You're amazing. swear. Like it, to me, it's that's amazing. that's my favorite. Like the black jersey's my favorite jersey, but there's something about that white jersey, especially when it's got the patches. The year they did it for the AFL anniversary and wore the AFL patches, and then now this year with the Vegas inaugural season patch, oh. those road they were beautiful, man. So I looked today. I tried to find one. Like to, I want to get. I don't typically wear newer players' jerseys, but I feel like I um, I, I want to get that version of that jersey, and I want to get an Abram jersey. I think I'm going to go with that. But yeah. it's just, but there's much respect to the Raiders for bringing that back because they don't do that very often. But when they do on the road in LA against the Chargers, perfect. Another old school AFL team. I thought that was very well, very well placed. And frankly, the Chargers dropped the ball by not wearing their classic. If they don't have worn that, yeah, they wore like a new one that had just like it was all navy and it had the had the bolt with navy and, and their dark bolt and all their helmet and all that. Like, yeah. wouldn't you love to have seen like the Lance Allworth version mosh that like? Granted, I know it's the Chargers and we don't like them, but that baby blue or powder blue version with the white helmets and the numbers like that old school. Like I'm thinking, like you know, like like old like again like Lance Allworth version of the of the Chargers back then. Like that matched up with that Raider AFL jersey would have been kind of a neat visual. You know, they used to they used to have people like, you know, they got the get back coach and they got the equipment yeah, manager. Yeah, they, yeah, got, yeah. they got more people that are actually secondary than the fifty three people that you know that travel with the team. It's almost double. Right, right, right. You know, so it's like they they used to do that. They used to be like, what color jersey you wearing? What you know, the, the the Raiders people would talk to the Chargers people. You would have thought. That there could have been some kind of you know this is what we're we're going with, you know. It could have lined that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a little disappointed in that. Yeah, yeah. But the Raiders look great, man. And yeah. That, oh, and that jersey, yeah. especially when it's under the lights, that's my favorite version of that when it, when they play a night game. But anyways, much respect to the Raiders, and uh, hopefully those things will become available. Because like, good luck finding a jersey period. A jersey right now period. Yeah. On absolutely. any of the websites, really? NFLShop.com, Fanatics, uh, Raider Image, like 
They're can't sold find one. out across. No yeah. kidding. Raider yeah. stuff is going crazy. Masha's stuff is good because they have like three and four X. Yeah, available. you can get big boy sizes. Yeah, oh, you can get the big boys. Yeah, but they don't have like normal people size. Normal people size. Mm, yeah, like really? I like, tried to find a large jersey like that. that you no kidding. Find well, that's the, like the most common size. That and I think XL. Yeah, but like you can't find like a road jersey. Like you just can't. Like yeah. they don't. I mean, there are some that you can, but like I already got Stabler. I already got Belenikoff. I already got Tim Brown. You know what I mean? Like, well, and it's cool that you're getting Abram. I like that you're getting Abram because, yes, it is a new young guy, and you don't normally – Murph doesn't normally wear jerseys of a player that's younger than him. Yeah. But but he's an old he's school He's an old Raider, school man. guy. That's he, why. You know, yeah, and that's why is. I like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, he may only be 22 years old or whatever, but he's like, you know, wearing that 24. I mean, it reminds you of Willie Brown. Yep. And, you know, and Charles Woodson and, you know, all those guys that wore 24. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, I like it. Yeah, me too, man. That's kind of what, what I was thinking is that it's like he's an old school player. It's an old school number on an old school jersey. Wearing so the he, old school style sleeves. Yeah, so even deal. though he's a younger guy, I'm like, all right, man, I got it. Like, this guy's the most 70s Raider of anybody, right? Oh. No, you know what I mean? So, like, we'll tell you. Anyways, uh, so appreciate the Raiders on that. Uh, so, speaking of gear. Yes, I Jeff, have a respect. Yeah. Yeah, take this one. I have a respect. So so we're going to give respect to uh, to our moderator. Ron. Ron, the Raider. That's right. So so Ron, uh, Ron made the first purchase on RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. Click the link. And he bought a Tales from the Nation hoodie. Nice. So I have a picture. Nice. He sent us a photo. Okay. So there's the photo right there of Ron, the oh. Raider. Went with the he went with the navy blue hoodie. Interesting, man. The blue hoodie with the with the with the uh, alternate tales from the nation logo. Yeah, doesn't have the shield on it. It's just the it's just the Murph uh, the Murph skeleton right there holding the sword, and it's super cool. So much respect to Ron. Uh, the proceeds went to the One Nation Foundation. So so again. Take advantage of thirty five percent off. Go get stuff. Absolutely, go get stuff because I got. I bought it all. I, I I left a little bit for everybody. <laughs> There's a little bit of inventory, but I left. got about two of everything. Yeah. The T Public folks, huh? they got well, a couple yeah. shirts left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely get yours while they're while they're uh, while they're on sale here too. By the way, um, all right, one more. Let's see, and then I'm gonna turn it over to Mosh. Um, so in the Raiders Chargers game, which we're gonna get into heavy here in just a second, uh, in the in the Raiders Chargers game. During the, at the end of the game, it got a little bit too uh, much of a nail biter, right? But thankfully, a uh, young cornerback out of the University of Houston, Isaiah Johnson, yes. stepped up. And man, what a heck of a game this young yes. man played! And uh, and speaking of players in our secondary, like I'm loving where our secondary, but whether it's Isaiah Johnson or obviously Trayvon Mullen, and of course Jonathan Abram, like and Damon Arnett, who we haven't seen for a few weeks, but he's coming back, like. This young secondary is legit. I know our defense is struggling overall, but I think once the pieces come back, uh, you know, clearly these are guys that are playmakers. And and Isaiah Johnson came up big by by breaking up two plays uh, at the very end of the game. And you know, I I don't love the reason for stories like this, but I love stories like this. Um, whether that be you know you know Brett Favre immediately after the loss of his father. Granted, I know he threw all those touchdown passes against the Raiders, but it's like he came out and like had a performance of his career and really in honor of the passing of, of a close one, right? And so in this case, Isaiah Johnson lost one of his very good friends in a very uh, unfortunate incident uh, earlier in the week, and then he didn't tell anybody. And this is how much wow. character Isaiah, a guy like Isaiah Johnson has. The reason he said he didn't tell anybody was because he didn't want to be a distraction. He didn't want to take away from the team effort and the plan that they had going into. Look, I'm getting chills. That's a team player, going right? Into, there. Right? Like 
Talk about character of a young man. Like, this is incredible. So, again, I don't love the reason for it. It's very sad and heartbreaking, the fact that he lost his friend. But his response to it, I think, is very admirable and demonstrates the leadership that's happening with this Raiders team and, the, and especially the young men on this team. And let's uh, check in with Isaiah and a couple of highlights from the game. I, I feel like that moment was um, for him just because I know that, you know, he would, he would be with me in a situation like that. What's his name? Uh, Kadarius Smith. One second. Here's the ball game. Herbert will float it right side. It is Parham. Did he catch it? He did. Touchdown, Donald Parham. Let's check it out here. Oh, that is an incomplete pass. It's incomplete. Game over. I think it was Wednesday morning I found out that, um, one of my close, close uh, teammates that was like a little brother to me had passed away in um, Houston. I played uh, cornerback with him at U of H. He had um, lost his life in Houston this past Wednesday. And um, I didn't tell a whole bunch of people about it just because I know that we still had to prepare and win the game and I didn't want to be a distraction. But um, I feel like that play, that game, um, not to make it about myself whatsoever, but I, I feel like that moment was um, for him. Mosh, isn't that incredible? That is amazing. What a, what a stud. What a stud. What a stud, That's man. That's just so cool. Yeah, That's absolutely. Now, now, he was out most of the season last year, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, and hadn't played much of this season, and it wasn't until yeah. injuries occurred because, uh, let's see, so Arnett was out, and then somebody else went out, and then he came in. Yeah, uh, and he was drafted last year, so it's, it's cool to see another 2019 draft draft pick you know, making making plays, making plays, man, absolutely, yeah. So good stuff there from Isaiah Johnson. Again, sad for the uh, the reasoning behind it, but uh, but definitely want to celebrate yes, this young man's absolutely. effort and his absolutely his, his attitude and and uh, and 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 you know. Uh, what was the young man's name? Was it Kadarian Smith? I believe is what, yeah, he said. I guess what he said. And so, yeah, and so, absolutely, our heart goes out and condolences to uh, to the family. And um, uh, yeah, so, anyways, uh, sad story there, but but a good story uh, in terms of, of of what he has done with that uh, with that that tough situation there. All right, uh, last bit of respect we want to give around here. Uh, it is November 11th here in uh, in in Raider Nation or Raider Nation. It's November 11th here uh, in the world, and so uh, we, in our nation, in the Including United States Raider of America. So I ask my so kids, one of the jokes I always go, I go, hey, do they have a 4th of July in England? <laughs> yeah. And I'm they a- always go, no, and I'm going, oh, so they go from the 3rd to the 5th? They're going to, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> oh, just skip nice. it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, so uh, November 11th, we, uh, what was Armistice, Armistice Day, and I'm sure the man that, uh, that, that knows more about American history than I ever will can tell us much more about this. And so without further ado, let me turn it over to the man that is the veteran uh, here in Murph's Fan Cave, and that yes. is the one and only Uncle Mosh. Uncle Mosh, thank you thank for, you your, for service. your service. Thank you for everything you've done uh, to protect us uh, during your time served. And uh, what do you got to say about Veterans Day? Well, you know... I, I think I think Veterans Day, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that in a minute. I I, I wrote some thoughts down, and um, I was I was getting wound up. You know, I was I was I was getting I was getting a little I was getting a little mosh ranty okay. on this, and and I'm bothered I'm bothered by how 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 Veterans Day has become such a. Uh, Something that's just not celebrated the way it should be, you know. And it's not because it's not because I'm a vet. It's not because uh, most of my friends are vets. It's not. It's that's that has nothing to do with it. It's just that that we have we have 
as a nation who has prospered so much because of the sacrifices by so many. And, and we've just, we've just, you know, brushed that aside, you know, and the fact that we only have one, we have Memorial day, but, but veterans day, veterans day, isn't just for those that, that served in combat. It isn't just for those that served overseas. It isn't just for those that were in wartime. Veterans day is for everybody that put their life aside and said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to step up and I'm going to serve my country. However long it may be, two years or or a career person like Mojo for you know twenty two years. It's it's there's there's a sacrifice that's made and people don't understand that. And Veterans Day is for celebrating those people that have done that. We're losing so many vets. I don't know that the, how many how many of the greatest nation, the world World War II vets are still around. The the the, the Forgotten War, the Korean War, and you know, and our and our Vietnam vets are dropping like flies. I mean, it's just. There's there's so many and then and then our modern day stuff with all the people that are coming back with all the crap that they endured in the desert and we're just we're we're blowing that off in addition to all the other uh, all the other people that helped that that whole big cog work so I wrote down some thoughts I want to share with you okay um, can I get a little music sure I just want to start my 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 Veterans Day rant by saying. I hate the Chiefs. <laughs> I know it's Donkey Week, but by God, every Uncle Mosh rant needs to start with "I hate the Chiefs." Oh well, yeah, and I hate the Niners, and I hate the Pats, and the Broncos, and the Chargers, and the Seahawks, and I hate everybody east and west of the Mississippi who's not in a Raider uniform. But today, today the Eagles get a pass, and the Cowgirls get a pass a couple times. And the Bills and the Rams and the Seahawks and the Patriots and the Cardinals. And yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers and even the Denver Donkeys get a pass. Maybe these names, maybe these names will tell you why your old Uncle Mosh is is willing to give some of these sworn enemies a little bit of slack, even if it's only for one day. Alejandro Villanueva, Mike Anderson, Roger Staubach. Joe Cardova, Bryce Fisher, Rocky Blyer, Chad Henning, Chuck Chuck Bednarik, Pat Tillman. You see, all of these guys, all of these, these folks understood that the commitment to country goes beyond the commitment to a team. It's a bigger team, the team that forged and founded the United States through the Naval Academy, the United States Air Force Academy, the Army, the Navy, the elite special forces branch of the Army Rangers. All the men that I just mentioned put country first. End of story. And all of those teams allowed them the opportunity to serve their country, honor their commitments to their country, and afforded them the opportunity to come back if they made it back and play for them. But what about the heroes away from the ball? What about people like Lieutenant General Stacy D. Harris or Major General Della Rainey? These two happen to be the first African-American women to attain the ranks of general in the Air Force and the Army. Or what about LaShonda Holmes? She was in the Coast Guard. She was the first African-American woman to be allowed to pilot a chopper. 
Are they any less deserving of our gratitude because this is a football podcast? I don't think so. Oh, we can. We went on and we would love to talk about, about uh, our win last week and not reflect on, on Dein, Don Steinbrenner. Don, who played for the Browns, was killed in Vietnam in 1967. And that's a crying-ass shame that nobody knows his name. There's a good trivia question for you, Murph. Who were the 28 NFL players that served in Nam and which two didn't make it home? I'll give you the other one, 101st Airborne Bob Kalsu. I could drop names of other vets slash NFL greats who served like Charlie Joyner, Ray Nitschke, Otto Graham, Dwight Night Train Lane. What record does Night Train hold, do you know? Don't know. Interceptions in a game? Interceptions in a season, most. Okay, all right. 14. Nice. But what about, what about Totten? What about Big Al? What about Bedford? What about Karen and Brad? Thomas DeMumbrian. You know him, Jeff. Yep. Dan Lysick, Black Jack, Walter, Detroit Peak, Boswell. You know him. Jared O'Brien, Robert Saltalamacchia, Robert Morrison, Bruce Murphy, Mojo. Or what about good old Alex Wood? Paige, Sammy, Amy, Annie. You see, these folks, these folks are postal workers. They're cops. They're teachers. They're firemen. Their former students, their best friends, former girlfriends, former brother-in-laws, former father-in-laws, sons. You know what? All of them serve their country. All of them. Every day, people we meet on the street, we see daily. And all of them put aside their lives to do service for our country. And we as a nation are challenged with honoring their service. What, one measly day a year? They didn't all fight in wars. They weren't all deployed overseas, but all parts make up the machine. Even the little ones. Remember that small little O-ring in the space shuttle disaster? Without the small little parts, we as a nation have a disaster. With all that being said, look, Raider Nation, I challenge you. Look into it. See why we celebrate on 11-11. Ask why, there aren't that, why things aren't shut down in your community. Why did I have to go to school today? <coughs> I was sick. But why? 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 why are schools not telling our kids to celebrate these people? Talk to your kids about service to your nation like it should be. Being in the military doesn't mean you give up being a Democrat or a Republican or in between. It means you have a sense of belonging and national pride working forward, looking forward to do your part to keep the greatest nation on earth. We all have our problems. We know we got our problems in the United States, but we can't all crawl in a hole and cry about it. We still need to do what needs to be done to keep this machine working. You know, Mark Van Egan and his family... Mark, Mark and his family traveled the world, pumping up the troops, giving out Raiders swag. His daughter, one of his daughters, has been to Japan, South Korea, Hawaii, Portugal, Turkey, Germany, England. And not only that, but he raised his kids to be, to be patriots. He raised his one daughter, who's still actively serving as a major in the Air Force. We can't all be Van Egan, but we can all do our part. 
What do we got to do, Raider Nation? What do we got to do to make sure that our veterans get a pat on the back every day? If it means having one less Starbucks or one less Coors Light or one less Marlboro, take that money, throw it in a jar. Donate it to the wounded warriors, the disabled American veterans, your local VFW, or any number of worthwhile groups. Or send it to me, and I'll donate it on your behalf. We got to do something. We can't just sit around and wish we had another day off and another, oh, let's just have another Veterans Day something or other, right? All right. Spoke a lot about this. I'm adamant about it. I think it's something that everybody needs to. We need to to bring back that patriotism. It, if you want to kneel at the flag, you kneel at the flag. If you want to do whatever, but we can't stop celebrating these men and women who put aside their lives to go out and make our machine, the United States, work. One last comment. I hate the Chiefs. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. That was amazing, Mosh. Thank you, Uncle Mosh. Yes. Appreciate your passion around that. You know, I can I can I just throw one thing out there? Sure. Napoleon McCallum, Naval Academy I, graduate. I, I had there. Josh, there was so many. I know, I'm just being serious. No, no, you're right. There was so many. And, and Well, former Raider, right? And, and then Starbuck is Star, – I always pronounce his name. Ro- Roger Starbuck. You know, yeah. and, and, and then and the cool thing about it is is there's so much stuff on the interwebs that you can find. A lot of those I just remember. I remember Roger Starbuck when he got signed and, and, and went to Vietnam. And, you know, it, there was so many people that have put aside – their commitments. They, they 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 get this multi-year opportunity to play at academy or wherever, and then they go ahead and honor that. And the teams, you know, I hate the Cowboys. You know, they're right up there, and they're they're in the top five yeah, of who yeah, I yeah. hate. But man, that was awesome. Yeah, go serve your country and come back, and we will honor you. You can come. You can. We will honor your contract. You can come back and play for us. And that happened with a ton of those guys I was reading. And it. Yeah. That's just. That's such an awesome thing, you know. And, and that's and it, well. And that's what the Raiders did with McCallum, and that's what was so cool that you know Al opened it up for McCallum to go back and serve in yep, the Navy, yep. and then come back and play. And only a, a you know a horrific injury, uh, excuse me, cut his career short and. Did you know that McCallum, I've got the story over here. Well, I'll need to pull it out here uh, one of these days so I can reference, and I should have referenced it earlier. But anyways, point being, though, he works for some firm in Las Vegas and was key to the Raiders relocating to Las Vegas. Like, McCallum never strayed far from the organization, and even though he got into business that had nothing to do with football, sure. um, he was very key in, 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 the, in the Raiders' relocation uh, process. And so, yeah, absolutely. So much now, respect to, to all those folks, and, and, and thank you for that. I do need to add this. Okay. Okay. The military's not for everybody. Some people serve, and some people have these glorious, wonderful careers, and they do all this great stuff. And... I, and you know, I'm proud as hell to call Mojo a friend. You know, uh, he one time said to me, Uncle Mosh, I need you to come host my retirement party. And I said, yeah, you bet I will. Well, I'm holding you to it, Moj. But the, <laughs> the point is, is he's out there on every day. Alex, Jeff's brother, is, is in the fleet. And, you know, I'm, uh, he was my student. I was his coach. You know, I'm proud as hell of him. Um, and, and a bunch of those names that you, you know – that oh, Chuck, my, Chuck McCann's son, Charlie, is out yes, there in the Navy and, right and, now. And huh? so the, the, the point is, is that I, I, I want to say this. I want to say, look, 
you don't have to be a hero just to serve. You don't have, and you don't have to serve to honor those that did. Muhammad Ali chose not to serve. He was. We were in a very turbulent time in the United States when he was when he was known as Cassius Clay, and as a conscientious objector, he he could not see himself going and and fighting in this war that he felt was was morally reprehensible, and. I respected his opinion, and I never wavered on that. And and um, he was is always been one of my heroes. He will always always be one of my heroes. But that's the beauty of living in America, is that I can have a hero who's a conscientious objector who says I can't do that. But in the same in the same thing, I can I had that list of people that I read are also my heroes because I know what my dad did. In, in World War II and Korea and what your dad did in Vietnam, you know? And so... What my son's getting ready to do. What your son's getting ready to do, what my son did in the Air Force. You know, there's there's so much stuff that that we are lucky enough. If we would just understand that we are... We really, truly are a melting pot. I don't agree with Q-Dog's politics, but Q-Dog's one of my favorite people in the whole world, you know? And it's okay. It's really okay. We can, we can do that, but what we can't, we cannot waver on is we cannot waver at all on supporting the people that chose to make America great. You know, we don't have to, we don't have to, to, to buy into, you know, all the rhetoric that goes on. Well, I don't want to stand. Okay, don't stand. You're not, you're, I get that you're not insulting the veterans. You just have an issue with how our, uh, what, what, what's going on in the United States now. But, you know, even Colin Kaepernick won't, won't come out against vets. He's, actually, he was the opposite. Sure. You know, it's, it's, the, it's stuff that's happening in the United States. It's not the people that did that. And, and I, I think that we have gotten away from it. The veterans need to be, we're losing so many of them. They're, they make up such a large portion of the homeless population. And, and the, the, you know, they, they go out and they do all this stuff and they, especially the ones that have gone off to war multiple, multiple times, and they come back, and we just, we, we I don't want to cuss, but we shit can them, you know? And, and it ain't right. It ain't right. And, and, and it starts at the local levels. It starts at the fact that schools aren't giving kids off for Veterans Day. What is that? We have parades. Banks are closed. Did we get mail today? I don't think so. Because most of the people that deliver the mail are veterans. Right, right, right. Hello. And, and we're not even, we're, how can we teach the younger generation if we don't teach the younger generation? Drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. I will never work a Veterans Day. This isn't work. This is fun. But I, I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. I refuse. Um, I, ref, I refuse to be celebrated. I won't, I won't let them, you know, at school days, oh, you know, bring pictures of you when you were in the military, blah, blah. No, I don't want to be celebrated until all my brothers and sisters can be celebrated. And that's when, and that's when we, start, we start changing these rules and we start changing these laws. And people like me get vocal about it and say, you know, we got to do something, man. I know I'm off on the rails, but I just I wanted to throw that out there because the NFL has done some of that stuff. and, and done a lot. We've, That's and, all salute to service month. And we've, got, and we've got a lot of veterans that play, in the, play the game and, and have played the game and will play the game. And, and uh, that, that makes me proud to do a football show. You know? Right so, on. We appreciate right that, on, Mosh. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and hit, a, hit, hit another break, Mosh. Hit a couple of them, man, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll jump in. I want to give a fair transition here. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same 
Hair is me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. And it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on Raiders Raiders Fan Radio. Radio. Yes. And that's when you knocked over the baby. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everyone? This is Maurice Hurst from Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Just win, baby. Thanks. All right, Raider Nation, let's jump into some talk about the games that happened this last week and the one that's coming up soon. It is, of course, we're coming off of Chargers Week, and we are now uh, headlong into Donkey Week. Woo-woo! Oh, my gosh, man, this is great. I love being in the middle of these uh, – uh, of, of these division games. You know, we got through what's arguably the toughest part of our schedule, and we are now into some incredibly winnable games. And f- thankfully, those are division games and conference games. We yeah. are now currently, uh, we're the number one wild card team sitting at five and three uh, going into this game. So we are a playoff team as of today. And so uh, that is that is amazing. And frankly, we're kind of on the, uh, on the heels of the Chiefs, man. Like, too bad the Panthers couldn't get it done against the Chiefs. They almost, they almost did. Yeah. That was a really good game. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to catch the Chiefs. I don't think any of us had an expectation we were going to win the AFC West, but I certainly have an expectation that we can come in in one of the three wild card spots. Yeah. Uh, that now that, that, especially since that field has been expanded. Um, so, that this game. Man, there's so much to go over when it comes to the, to this Chargers game. I know that the Chargers aren't as high profile of an opponent as what the Chiefs or the Saints or the Buccaneers are, but it's still a division game. It's still a rivalry game. It's still a road game, even though we joke that it's another home game for us playing in L.A. But I think that it was the Raiders needed to win decisively. Unfortunately, it came down to one of the last couple of uh, t- it really came down to the last two plays there, as we talked about with uh, with Isaiah Johnson breaking it up. But I don't want to lose the importance of a win like that, even though they're they're a down team. But then also for this week, and so Mosh, what what, 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 you, what you got? I, I you can't you can't ever you, you you can't. Let me just let me back up. You got to throw out the record book anytime you play a rival. Amen. Especially Amen. when it's a bitter rival. I don't care. If, and, and you know what's funny is because everybody's our rival. But, <laughs> but yeah. when the when the when the the Chargers are gonna play the Raiders at home, knowing it's a home game with a with a predominantly away crowd, it's uh, it means a lot to them. It means the world to them. So they got up for us. You throw out the record book. You I don't care. I don't care if, if they were ten and one and we were zero and ten. When we play that week, it's going to be a dogfight. And it's just that's the way. It's the same thing is going to happen this week when Absolutely. we go. When yeah. we well, go. I to, mean, you know, you look at the Chargers. I mean, uh, you know, they've got Justin Herbert. It's their franchise quarterback. And playing their rival, the Raiders, for the first time, you know, you knew they were going to come out yes. and they were going to play. Yes, and you know, and and Herbert had a g- good game. I mean, they, he's the he's the real deal, man. Kid's going to be really good. Yeah, he's the know? real deal, man. And they got some pieces. Of course, Keenan Allen is a freaking monster. So the fact that we were able to handle Keenan Allen uh, yeah. on the game for the most part, and don't you know, man? Like once again. 
Derek Carr is shutting people up left and right. And oh I'm my gonna, gosh. I'm gonna, I've got a jersey over my shoulder right now with a C on yeah, it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, that eight turned into a four real quick. Mm, yeah. Uh, so listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a couple things at you guys, and we're gonna talk a lot about uh, Derek here coming up in a minute. We're gonna especially highlight one particular play. But listen to this, guys. Okay. So on the, all right. So on the count of three, holler out the year that you guys think was Derek Carr's best year. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. 2020. 2020. Oh, man. <laughs> I love you guys. This is why you guys are the best co-hosts in the business. I'm sure that a lot of our listening Everyone audience... Everyone would have said 2016. Everybody. Yep, me too. Exactly. Said, nah. All right. So here's where... I, and we didn't... This is not a planned thing. These guys don't know where I'm going with this. Derek Carr's first eight games in 2020. Passing yards, 2002. Passing yards in the first eight games of 2016, 2,300. Okay? okay. So he's 300 yards behind, but they've also had one less. Well, no. First eight games total, so it doesn't count the bye week. So he's 300 yards shy. Yeah. Okay. Completion percentage in 2020, 69.8. Completion percentage in 2016 through the first eight games, 57.2. Yeah. He's uh, what is that? Twelve? I don't do math. Mm-hmm. Twelve points better. Yeah. In the in in this season, passer rating in twenty twenty one hundred and ten. Yeah. That's so, 20, that's so good. Jeez, in twenty sixteen, it was ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. Wow. One ten. That's freaking solid, that's bro. Solid, dude. Uh, QBR, which is an ESPN stat. I think it's a little bit of a BS rating, but still. Point being, in twenty twenty, it's seventy seven. In twenty sixteen, it was fifty eight. Yeah. Here's where it gets really fun. Rushing yards. You guys want to guess <laughs> rushing yards in 2020? Uh, uh, let's I'm say, gonna, I'm going to, s- go ahead, Mosh. I was going to say like 116, 118. Nah, I'm, I'm going to go like 250. No, it's not that many. He's not Barry Sanders over there. So it's between there. us. <laughs> <laughs> really? You, you about nailed it. It's 108. Oh, okay. okay, I was close. 108 rushing. That's a lot, though, for, for Can you quarterback. Edit that yeah. from the show. I yeah, sounded that's like a, an idiot. That's okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it seems like it because he's running all the time. He's now. running all the damn time. But because here's the point, though rushing yards in 2016 in the quote MVP year for Derek Carr, yeah. 61. Yeah. All right. Here's well, you know who's, you know who's, uh, who's a rushing quarterback that the Raiders have? Derek Marcus, Carr. Derek Carr. No, yeah. yeah, it's Marcus Mariota teaching him how to run. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> oh, my. There he goes. <laughs> We had to bring him up. Yeah, no, we had that. to bring him yeah, up. It's my, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Did we though? I just wanted to bring. Did him up. Did we though? Okay. I just wanted to bring uh, him. You up. know what? Let's let's. He's QB two forever. Yeah, let's but not, you let's know. not even QB two. He can't even get in a game, Mister Inactive. Think, I think we should talk about Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. Touchdowns in 20, uh, 2020, 16, and 20. Uh, don't, excuse me. 2020 were 16. In 2016, 17 touchdowns. So he's one touchdown behind. But in 2020, he's only thrown two picks. And in 2016, he threw three. So, like, wow. All, remember, like, how freaking excited we were about Derek Carr 2016? We were all going MVP, MVP is an MVP candidate. Well, guess what? His numbers are exactly on par. They're a little better in some categories. They're a little worse in some categories. But bottom line is the dude is balling. And we're talking a lot about him rushing. 
Not only is he rushing and picking up first oh, downs, yeah. but in the fashion that he is, the way that he's diving over people and hurtling people and diving for first downs. He's looking like Murph on the streets of San Jose. Heck yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know. Oh, my <laughs> All right. So, but yeah. So, <laughs> hey, man. Some of us are a little fleeter of foot. You know what I'm saying? So, but let's say this. What Derek Carr's doing with the football, running the football is amazing. And again, the, the way that he's diving is, is impressive. Yeah. And they asked John Gruden about that. They said, hey, John, what do you think about Derek's type? You know the one I'm talking about. Where right, he, right, he, right. He, 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 I don't even remember what play it was exactly, but yeah. I mean, I remember it vis- visually, but like it was basically he was diving for a first down. He hurdled the guy and, and, and head first dove for the, for the first down marker and ended up making it by like two yards. So they asked John Gruden. What did you think about Derek's dive? And here's what Coach had to say. You're funny. I, uh, I'd probably give it a 9.5. I don't know. I would like to see him land on his feet for a perfect 10, but it's a great effort. <laughs> you know, we've talked uh, about Derek scrambling and creating more offense with his legs. I think he's rushed for 10 or 11 first downs now. That's consecutive weeks he's converted a play on his own on third down and 10 plus. Uh, so that's a huge uh, winning edge for us right now is Carr's improvisation and scrambling ability. And as long as he protects himself and protects the ball, that's the most important thing. There you go, right man. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, you know, it, it's really, really cool to see uh, to see another another thing, another stat that people complain about Derek Carr. Me included, you included, yeah. you know, not Mosh because he didn't do any of that, you know, and he's awesome. But, uh, you know... Uncle Mosh, you're the smartest man alive. Well, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. So, you know, so, okay. So, what were the complaints? Couldn't win in Kansas City. Check. Check. Couldn't win in cold weather. Check. 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 And East the, Coast. East Coast. Check. 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 And the other complaint was that he throws it in the dirt when there's not a wide receiver available. Now, what's he doing? He's diving head first for first downs. That's what I'm talking about. That's man. what I'm talking about. He's you know, pushing the ball downfield. He's down shutting field. everybody up, His man. His average yards per target is up. Like all the yes. stats, all the he's answering critics literally weekly. And and here's what I love is that you know I don't feel like and people can can call us people can call us whatever they want. I don't ever feel like we were overly critical. I felt like we were asking a lot of questions of like it was not like because I never felt like Derek couldn't. Do sure. these things? Well, because we saw but, him do it. But exactly, because we've seen him do it. I just wondered, can he still? Well, you know what? Yes, he can. And he's proven it every single week now. He's checking a different box as we go along. So a, a great, incredible stuff from Derek. Incredible stuff from the coaching staff. Excellent performance. Um, in, in, in I almost said San Diego. In Los Angeles this last week. We're going to get to good morning football. But before we do that, to hear about their take on kind of where the Raiders are as a whole right now. We're going to jump into this. We get a request. We get requests frequently for a segment we do around here called tailgating too much. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that's where we take. <laughs> I hope we, you're listening, Q-Dog. Yes. And that's where we take, we take somebody's comments. We've all been through it. We've all of us in the fan cave, a lot of our listeners, and of course, a lot of the Raiders and coaches have been through it. And this week, I took John Gruden and put him into the RFR machine, and we're going to get a little tailgating too much from John Gruden. And you just heard what he had to say about Derek Carr's dive. Well, here we go. Tell me when you're ready. Ready. 
You're funny. I uh, I'd probably give it a 9.5. I don't know. <laughs> I would like to see him land on his feet for a perfect 10, but it's a great effort. You know, we talked uh, uh, about Derek scrambling and creating more offense with his legs. I think he's rushed for 10 or 11 first downs now. That's consecutive weeks he's converted a play on his own on third down and 10 plus. Uh, so that's a huge uh, winning edge for us right now is cars, improvisation, and scrambling ability. And as long as he protects himself and protects the ball, that's the most important thing. Oh my God! The only thing missing on that was at the very end. I love you. Oh, I love you, man. I know, right? I love you, man. Oh my gosh, man. Oh, oh that's so fun. <laughs> I cracked myself up, man, with that one. That's oh. oh, so funny, man. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that tailgating too much. All right, let's jump into good morning football. Talk a little bit about the Raiders and the playoffs. And uh, of course, we're going to hear from our good buddy, Kyle Brandt. Take a look at this. All the top dogs in this conference picked up wins on Sunday. I want to know, Kyle, which AFC team intrigues you the most after their win in Week 9? Wild card column, second one down. The Raiders, silver and black. You hear all the time that we're going to change the culture. We're going to change. They normally don't. I think they have. The, the, the Raiders, we just assume at this time of year, they're going to be out of it. They're going to be falling off. No, they've won three out of four games. Mm. One of those wins was over the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium. Like, I think they're here. It's, we're, we're reaching this great part of the season where it is not early. It's not early at all. We're in November now. This is when, if you're not going to be a team that matters, you start losing these games. And frankly, for most of my adult life, the Raiders do lose this game. And the touchdown is good at the end of the game to the Chargers. And the Raiders lose. And all that was fun for a few weeks. And we had a few laps. No, they're sticking around, and that's all you have to do in the AFC is stick around, stack wins. They run. Derek Carr played a gutsy game yesterday. He, he was doing a lot of this. Something. Rushing numbers are all over the place, and, like, I just still feel like they haven't even really played their best game yet. I know they've run a lot and against Cleveland. They did that, but there's still things to come for the Raiders. And how many times in this in this last 20 years have we sat here in November and said, I think maybe the best could be yet to come for the Raiders. Normally, they're sitting about what their draft position is going to be. I'm very intrigued by them because they could get into this thing. They've beaten the Chiefs, you mentioned. They've also beaten the Saints this year. Mm. Two huge wins for the Raiders. You're season. right. I don't know that you have to say the word beaten. <laughs> I hate that. Because, like, you just beat them. You just, they beat the Chiefs, they beat the Raiders, but, or they, they, whatever he said. But he goes, beaten. Yeah, we beaten. beat them. Be- yeah. Don't say beaten. Hey, How much I'm money gonna... does that guy make? And he's saying beaten. I'm just glad they didn't say losing. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love it, man. I love it that we beat these high profile opponents. Seriously. Because Saints are looking like, I know that, you know, look, at the time we played them, like, whatever, man. It doesn't, everyone doesn't deals matter. with the same injuries and the same COVID restrictions and the same everything the rest of the league is dealing with. We have beat the Saints, who as of right now today look like a favorite in in you know in the NFC. They just took out the Bucks, who everybody was thinking was going to win right, it all right. a week ago. So we've beaten them. Ah, we beat them, and now we've beat the Chiefs, and we're taking care of business in, within the division. Like this is this couldn't be better for us. Now, granted, I know it sucks that we lost to the Buccaneers, but that was frankly. 
the John Gruden Bowl, like whatever. Like that it was before Antonio Brown came in and destroyed that. Team. I know, so right? It's fine. Absolutely, yeah, it's yeah, fine. yeah. So it's all they good. won't win another game. But it's like you know, like <laughs> if you're <laughs> like if you're gonna lose. Lose to the other conference. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those yes. are the less consequential losses. When you start losing in, in your division, and especially in, if we were lost to the Browns, that's a potential wild card loss, right? right? Like, there's a lot of casualty that comes along with that stuff. So, I, I love what the Raiders are doing. All right, let's go one more. And then, um, and this is more just really kind of celebrating what's going on with Derek Carr. When you start hearing the, this rhetoric from the media, from people that aren't apologists and they're not haters, from guys that are just kind of in the middle and they're really kind of fair and balanced, I love it, man. And this really kind of more tells the tale. And so here we go. We'll go with, uh, back to NFL Network and their power rankings show uh, that they do every week. And Matt Money Smith, who's an L.A. guy, this is a charge. This guy announces Charger games. Wow. Given the Raiders and given Derek Carr a lot of love here. So the Raiders cracked their power ranking show, the top 10 for the first time uh, in a really, who, and maybe ever since they've been doing that show. Wow. At least the past couple of years. So let's check in with those guys. And get to the Raiders. Uh, it was the team that, that I watched up close in the stadium on Sunday as I call Charger games. Uh, I've been calling Charger games. This is my fourth season. So I have now seen, this was the seventh uh, installment of, of Derek Carr, quarterbacking the Raiders that I've seen, and it's the best bar none I have ever seen him. And by the way, he was 15 percentage points worse on his completion percentage from the season average and 120 yards fewer in passing yards than his season average. And it's still one of the best games I have ever seen uh, because of this. Just using the run to set up the deep shots that he never yep. took in the past. There's one to Aguilar. Now watch this. When this thing breaks down in the past, He's just looking for a check down. You know, people would always point out that Carr doesn't like to get hit. Instead, he's looking downfield now. And there's Hunter Renfro with the big game. That led to a Waller touchdown. And this is the difference. This is a Derek Carr that I have not seen. Look at that, This dude. willingness to sacrifice the body. If he does not jump, they don't get that first down. They settle for a field goal. They would get a touchdown on that drive. And there's just something different. I love teams with an identity. And this team offensively has an identity. They are huge on the offensive line. The interior of that offensive line, Hudson and Jackson, they can move, man. And when that running game gets on the edge, they it's a road grader and look the heck out. And they set up the big plays with the personnel they've now acquired. I think this is a team to be contended with. Defense not good, but offensively, they've been fantastic. Yeah, and, I, and they're number 10 for the first time. They cracked the top, top 10 of the power rankings. And it shows you that they are going in the right direction. This mayock rudin a pairing, which was, you know, felt like a coin flip uh, when they first got together. But I think with Derek Carr, I'm with you. And I've been a bigger Derek Carr than other people in the past. You you sense a trust gaining. You know, Nelson Aguilar was a good pickup uh, by Mike Mayock and John Huge. Gruden. He, he, he trusts him and he's making big plays. Hunter Renfro is a guy that you could tell he trusts. Ruggs is such a talented young player and you're seeing him starting to make plays now that he's healthy. And then, of course, Darren Waller. It's not all just... Darren Waller or a check down. There's more to this offense and the running game. They're a physical running game, like you said. So there, there are things to really like about Vegas this season. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a dime that he threw to Aguilar there. And by the way, that wasn't Josh Jacobs you were watching. That was Devontae Booker because they didn't want to put too much of a load on, Money. on Jacobs Booker's because he had those 31 amazing. carries in so good. and got the snot knocked out of him. And Booker just picked up where Jacobs left off. All he had to do was get to that edge with those big bodies moving. Um, and it's just a different Derek Carr. It is. And, and I think that goes to show you for all of the cliches, well, you know, you'll never be able to figure out accuracy. A big arm only takes you so far. Guy's been in the league for seven years, and he's different. He's managed to change the way he plays quarterback, 
and it is much to the benefit of the Raiders and specifically that Raiders offense. And now they're playing the, the division mm -hmm. opponents here, the Broncos next, and then the Chiefs, an opportunity for them to really cement themselves as a playoff team. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's really cool. You know, before I talk about Derek Carr, I, I want to say that I think it's really cool that it seemed like in years past, uh, the gritty games, the tough games, the close games, it always seemed like the Raiders would come up short on those games. Yeah. It's like we would play our asses off and we would lose a heartbreaker at the end, like a last second Anything play. not 2016, you know yes. What, yes, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the, the last play of the game in the Chargers game, that normally went against us. And for us to, to you know, be victorious in a game like that was so cool. But, you know, one of my favorite plays, besides obviously the run and the dive for the first down, one of the coolest things that I saw Derek Carr do was scramble outside the pocket and point down the field yes! and yes! hit Hunter Renfro yes. on a freaking dime. Yeah, I mean, hit dude. him on a dime. I mean, if he would have let him a little bit further, it probably would have gone for six, which is okay because Waller ended up getting the touchdown right there. But, it, I mean, it was so cool to see him go outside the pocket and do – what we know he can do and to see him just like uh -huh. audible and say, Hey man, go. Uh -huh. I mean, uh -huh. it was like street yard. It was like street, or, uh -huh. you know, or, you know, street yard. Yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like, Hey, all right, I got you, man. Go, go, go. And it was, Oh, it was so cool. So oh, cool. I was so excited. I love that you highlighted that. Like, and to go back to the game, uh, when we beat Kansas City in Oakland, when when Carr hit Michael Crabtree in the front yeah. corner of the oh, end zone, yes, yes, yes. I remember, Mosh, you and I having a, a conversation about like how accurate Derek can be on the run. And basically it was like, look, when you're running left and throwing with your right hand, I was like, go out in your backyard and do that and try to hit a fence post mm -hmm. and see how accurate you can be, let alone hitting another moving target like at a particular spot, yes. that's a great call out, Jeff, that you're right. He's rolling right, points downfield, is it got bad feet position, like everything else, he's yeah. off balance and just throws an absolute dart down there. Uh, great call out there, man. That was that was good stuff, man. That was a that was an exciting game, man. And you know what else too? Like, I want to highlight the defense. You know, Carl Nassib, like Carl Nassib comes up with a sack. We sometimes as Raider fans can get a wee bit delusional. I know, chalker. We can get a little bit delusional <laughs> that, like, we'll sign somebody from another team and then go, this guy's going to be great. Well, we didn't sign Carl Nassar to be great. We signed him to be depth. And the fact that he showed up and got pressure on the quarterback and got a sack was great. Yes. But Max yeah. showing up, man. Max Crosby showing up again, getting another sack. Cleveland Fair. Well, did Nassar get the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L? Dude, it ain't Farrell. And I might be mistaken there. Might not. Was it Nassib that got? I know he at least got pressure on one. He got Farrell, pressure. Farrell got a sack. Farrell got the sack. So Farrell was yes. the other sack, not yes. Max. It was Farrell and Max that got the sack. Yes. But Nassib came up. Maybe it was a big tackle in the backfield. Maybe is what I'm yeah, thinking of. Yeah, probably. But anyways, a run stop but like, or something like that. but great stuff there. And like, did you guys catch it when when Max Crosby sacked Herbert? He came up injured. And I love it when announcers, like, I don't know if they're playing stupid intentionally or if they're really just sometimes, <laughs> like, they really don't see what we see, but they're like, oh, Herbert, was that a knee? Is that a knee? I'm like, nah, bro, he got kneed in the nuts. <laughs> like, that's yeah. Crosby yeah. squared him up, man, yeah. and, like, hit him with the, yeah. like, his thigh up underneath, and I'm like, oh, gosh. But, like, but still, though. And it is cool to see. Incredible that, play. Yeah, you know, and you, and you mentioned Furl. You know, 
he's he's balling out this Baby season. Baby Glellen is on fire, he's man. He's doing really, really good, man. You know, he's I think he right now he's our highest uh, highest rated defensive player, or at least on the defensive line right now. I mean, he's out he's out shining Crosby right now. I mean, he's stopping the run, he's getting the sacks, he's doing the things that he needs to do. It's it's super cool. He's starting to now. We want to see more. I mean, we didn't well, draft him to be a, a run stopper, more. so we want to see a little more production in the in the pass rush, a little yeah. more pressures. But uh, yeah, but absolutely improving, Mosh. You know, when you when you live through the moment of something, you can't see the forest for the trees, okay? So, 15 years from now, when we're talking about, oh, yeah, you know, Gruden, maybe, you know, maybe he should retire. He's, he's into his sixth year extension, you know. <laughs> yeah. Remember when he took over? It took those three years to build the team, and everybody was just kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were down a little bit on it. And, of course, you know, at that point, Derek will be 46, and he'll still be playing. And, and <laughs> But 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 we're in that right now. And yeah. that's, what's, that's what's really cool is to see that because Derek, we can go back and we can say, "Oh yeah, well when when uh, when when Madden took over and you know and he had to do this and he had these trouble rebuilding years and and when this guy took over and he had these rebuilding years or when when we brought in this guy, you know." But that's what we're living in right now, and it took those couple of years, you know. And we wanted, you know, people were bailing on 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 four and people were bailing on John and they were bailing on Mayock and everything. But down the road a piece. When we start having some some victories and we start having some some real good success, and we're going to go, okay, this was a good plan. This was it, we yeah. look at the big picture. We knew that this was. That's why we signed him for a ten year deal. You know, is to yes. get us back to the commitment to excellence. Well, let me. You know? I want to comment on that and then turn it over to Swag here, and then and then we'll get into the next segment. But on that front, like, so during the game. When that play happens, okay, when the last play of the game happens and, and they go, touchdown, Chargers, I'm like, I'm standing in the, in the, in the living room downstairs. My boys are, are around the, the, uh, the bar top there, and I fell into the couch, like just fell over. And Tristan, go, my oldest son, goes, Vinny, go hug Dad. You know, and it was like, but like falling into the couch and that reaction, I wasn't reacting to the 2020 Raiders. I was reacting to all of the, the pain of all the previous losses, because like you said, Swaggo, all those things are what informs our present. But that's not what the Raiders are today. And Mosh, to your point, the culture is shifting. The Raiders are changing, and I think it would be good for us as fans. I know it's tough because we're all, you know, we've all been hurt, but I think it's a good idea for us to start embracing what the Raiders are now and not what the Raiders have been. Swaggo, close us out on this one. Gruden's changing. Gruden is changing. Gruden, the way he coaches, you know, everyone always said the West Coast offense, man, we can't throw it down the field. We can't throw it down the field. Well, we're seeing Derek Carr do that now. And I think that it's really cool to see that I feel like we're kind of getting like this new, you know how everyone has the new era of quarterback where you got to yes. be a dual threat, right? You know, right. The, the top stars in the league, they're not the pocket passers anymore. They're the, they're the, they're the dual threat guys. Well, you're seeing the West Coast offense, which is, you know, throw it out wide to open up the run, to open up the deep game. You know, I feel yes. like I feel like Gruden and Mayock are kind of, they're building something a little different. Now we have the new era of the West Coast offense. You know what I mean? Right. You know? Well, look now, what Andy Reid's a West Coast offense guy, but the Chiefs sure as heck don't yeah, look like it, you right? Know, you know, I mean, and, and, that, and that's our goal. You know, I, I, I would only disagree on your verbiage. I, I totally agree on your sentiment. 
uh-huh. but I would disagree on your verbiage. I wouldn't say that Gruden is changing. I would say that Gruden is building, and he didn't necessarily have an exact plan. He knew where he wanted to be, and he knew how he had to, what he had to do to get there, and it's just a matter of acquiring the tools to get there. I think, And so I wouldn't say that he's changed his ways of coaching. I think that's still the same, yeah. but I, I would say that a plan is now coming together. Yeah. I don't know that the plan was The plan is totally, evolving. It's ev- exactly. Much maybe, better maybe that, word. Maybe that was the, the, the word the, I The verbiage you were needing is that the plan evolving. is... Sure, as, as it's kind of like Josh always says when he, he talks about Belichick. You know, he plays to the strengths of his players. So we're now getting this this group of weapons around us and and weapons for for Derek and putting them together and making things work. Yeah. So well, look at look at the look at the t- top teams in the last twenty years in the NFL. It's the, the Patriots. Patriots and the Chiefs. <laughs> the, I mean, I, we hate to say it, we hate the Chiefs, but they're one of the best teams in the league right now. And you know, and teams are doing everything they can to emulate them. And before that, it was the Patriots. People are going to do whatever they can to emulate them. So I feel like finally Gruden and Mayock are bringing in the right pieces to evolve this team to maybe be one of those next teams that maybe 10 years down the road, people can say, we want to emulate to be like the Raiders. Well, it's, there's there's no secrets in the NFL. Right. So there's like, okay, that worked for them. It could work for us. You know, if it, if you know, we, we say it in the theater all the time, if it works, steal it. You know, I mean, seriously, Absolutely. If, they, if that if that's a great plan and it works and it looks good, use it. Why not? Why not? Why not? It works for Cody. <laughs> <laughs> He's, that's why he has yeah, 10,000 more listeners than we do. Right. Hey, friends and neighbors, you know what time it is? Little swaggy, you know what time it is? It's Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Miss it, buddy. Well, I'm glad you asked. It's time for us to pay <laughs> some bills. Yeah, it is. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break.
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at you, savings coming at you. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You want to hold our breath? No, we're back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. The, for the YouTube. We don't, we, don't, we don't have time to hold our breath that long. No, well, absolutely. No, it's Thursday now. Yeah. We record the shows on Wednesday. It's Thursday now. We've had so many ads. I've worked seven to five. I'm ready. You, I, I feel great. I've been back to the old grind. <laughs> I've worn my mask most of the day. Yeah, I'm yeah. ready to go. Yeah, man. So, here's, so for those of you that listen on the audio podcast, you know we've had an abundance of ads. That is not our doing. No. That is the. Uh, the, the the service that hosts us and uh, know this Raider Nation that is going to change in the very near future but in the meantime we have a ton of ads we have a buttload of ads as the kids say so we try to compartmentalize those for you so it doesn't uh, totally interrupt the flow of the show so uh, there was a whole buttload of ads and you might get a whole buttload of ads here later on in the show but then uh, in the next couple of weeks there won't be no, it's gonna, it's gonna yeah, be good. It's gonna be. If, so if anything, it's gonna. You're gonna hear them just here in 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 the uh, context of the show, as uh, as they say. All right, Mosh, uh, let's get into the sea of fans. There's two ways to contact us within the sea of fans. That is to uh, email us at show at raidersfanradio.com, or you can uh, uh, call us and leave us a voicemail at 909-345-3346. That is 909-345-3346. If we play your voice message three times on the show, you become a made man or a made woman. Or if you email us an indefinite amount of times, you can also become a made man or a made woman. And so Mosh leads off the email segment for us. And Mosh, what do you got this week? Yo, what's up, Murph? Swaggy and the one and only Uncle Mosh. I hope all is well and everybody is in good health. You know, I wasn't even going to send an email this week, but something got my juices flowing. Everything was going well. The week started off good. After we beat the UPS package handlers in Cleveland, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> <That's great. laughs> I decided to drive down to Dominico's the following Tuesday, yes. Election Day, to enjoy a hot pastrami provolone and bacon sandwich. Oh, gosh. Also named the Laney oh, Special, God. recommended by Jeff Murphy. Sorry, Paul. I also grabbed me a peppered turkey and a couple of cannolis for work the next day. You know, living the good life, I wake up the next day to find one of my cannolis are missing. My wife said she oh. ate one and apologized. Oh, no. <laughs> I brushed it off and acted like it didn't bother me, but obviously it did, because I'm talking about it in this email. But moving on. I took the weekend off to attend a wedding on Saturday and spent my Sunday recovering <laughs> and watching football. <laughs> nice. Is it me or does it seem like every week Nevin Lawson gets tested with a few deep balls? Yeah. It's like everybody's getting the memo. Yes, he made a few plays, but he's also giving up more than he makes. But that's not what got me worked up. See, once again, I keep seeing these sports show these sports talk shows about the opposing team faults instead of how the Raiders are playing. I've seen a few give uh. a little praise, but not much. Joy Taylor, who I enjoy watching for other reasons besides her knowledge of the game, which I will not go into since my wife is probably sitting next to me as, as this is being read. On second hand, 
she did eat my cannoli. But I'll leave it alone since this is a family show. Anyways, Joy Taylor said she believes that it was a catch against Isaiah Johnson. Raider Nation is like the entire Stark family on Game of Thrones. Outcast and betrayed. You hear that, Joy Taylor? You betrayed me. Think about it. If Robert Barathlon didn't get drunk and go boar hunting the refs during the tuck game roll, we would all be better off... This is amazing. I know, Marsh, you don't, you're not a Game of Thrones fan. I don't have a clue what I'm oh reading. God, but if you so did, good. this is amazing. This is a so great hit. Keep going. We would all be better off, and Circea, <laughs> a.k.a. Kermit's wife, wouldn't be laying... No, Circe. Who? Circe. Circe. Circe, a.k.a. Kermit's wife, wouldn't be lying, saying she thought about hitting a Raiders fan. Yes, Kermit is Jamie Lannister. Yeah, there you oh, go. Yeah, yeah, he is. Is. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, he is. Ew. From now, I will refer to them as the Alabama Chiefs. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Wait till we tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I hate the last season as much as everyone else, but the Starks did end up ruling when it was all said and done. I guess that makes DC our Jon Snow. Oh, yes. Sorry, Swaggy, but I guess Mariota is Rob Stark. Yeah, you're not kidding. Yeah, that's true. Training camp was the Red Wedding. Oh, my. Well, I guess we just have to embrace being the outsiders with Pony Boy and Soda Pop. And if you do get that (laughs) reference, I don't know what to tell you. With all love and respect, (laughs) Tie-Dye Raider. That is amazing. Give him some applause on that one, Mosh. Oh, my gosh. That is incredible. That's so good. Oh, my gosh. Wait, Mosh. When we tell you why Alabama and the Lannisters, why that's a great reference. It's um, so good. We'll just say, well, I don't know. No, don't even say. We'll tell you off the air. The only exposure Mosh has ever had. If you know, you know. The only exposure Mosh has ever had uh, to Game of Thrones is playing the the slot machine. The slot machine, the casino. Oh, and it's so good. It's it's a really cool slot machine with all the dragons. That was great today. I wish I could have been in on the joke. Oh, my gosh. That was really (laughs) funny. Like, that was really, really funny. Once we tell him, he'll probably have to, like, We'll have to tell him before you do the Sizzlers. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to tell you during one of the breaks. All right, who's next? Hey. Uh, Murp, Uncle Mosh, and Swaggy Jeff. Greetings. I have one word for you. Determination. That is what I've seen in this team, even versus Tampa, until it fell apart. This is for teacher Uncle Mosh. Determination. Firm resolution. Settled purpose. The mental habit of settling on a firm line of action with a fixed purpose of mind. Webster's Dictionary, edition 1942. Determination will carry this team through. They may fail physically, but not because they don't try. Gooden is Gooden. 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 That's how we say his name in Sweden. Gooden is coaching hard. Jan Gooden. Yanni. His mother used to call him that when they were vacationing in Sweden. Yanni, come in and eat your food. Goodness. No, no, she said, come here and eat your food, man. <laughs> Gruden is coaching hard and showing why he's been paid all that coin. I've been a Raiders fan since the first time I saw Bo Jackson run. 30 years later, I'm watching Josh run. 
Give Gruden a first-class RBFB combination, and he will produce. Love the show and have been listening for years. Maritime Granny Raider made me get off my button right in. She says, hi, Swaggy Jeff. I am Maritime Grandpa Raider signing off. P.S. Who's the most old-school Raider, Max or Abram? Max. I can remember when the Raider's D was feared. P.P.S. RFR is now an accepted word on the Scrabble board. Yes. Yay. Amazing. Do you all remember when Maritime Granny yes. sent us the, the message and she said that her and her husband listened to our show while they're playing Scrabble. That's yes. right. That's and right. That's Maritime now grandpa yep. contacting yep. the I show. Love it. That wow. is I love absolutely it. amazing. Much respect <laughs> to the two of you. And hey, you know what? We've now heard from Maritime Granny once. We've heard from Maritime Grandpa once. Oh. Either one of you contacts us again. You're well, made, both made. Made you, absolutely. Yeah, make you both. Which would mean Maritime Granny is the second or the third. Excuse me. Made woman here in Raiders oh, Fan Radio. Oh yes. So, uh, incredible yes. stuff there. Love and, to hear and, from you and all. A, and a final excerpt into that email. Yes. PPPS. Knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> 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 That's right, Yanni. <laughs> all right. All right, right, right Swaggo, what you got? Okay, I'm going to read my next one like Uncle Mosh. Okay, all right. <laughs> Murph. Wait, but Jeff, on the Mosh. YouTubes, we can't see your face. Oh, really? I'm yeah. reading it just like Uncle Mosh. <laughs> this is the man Wait, that, wait, wait, wait. Man... you got to be able to get through seven or eight words without stuttering. Well, okay, <laughs> well, hey, let me just say this. Uncle Mosh is the guy that could spot a deer, a squirrel, a turkey, or anything from about 600 yards away while driving down the interstate. But yet, if he needs to look at his iPhone, it's got to be an inch and a half from his eyeball. I, I never have any problem with facial ID because it's always right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's the truth. I got an eight-pointer on Saturday, by All the right. way. Yeah, nice. Congratulations. Oh, good job. Murph, Mosh, Swaggy Jeff, Vinny, and Raider Nation. Another great road win. Uh, it should be noted that it was the only uh, that it was a road game only because Raider uh-huh. Nation was not allowed to attend. <laughs> Nor were the Chargers 100 or so fans. It turned out to be more of a neutral site game. One thing, Herbert looked pretty good for a rookie, and Chargers fans are already saying, "Phyllis, who?" Uh, <laughs> the offense had a good day despite trailing the bolts in many categories. We did we did excel in a few categories like rushing and penalties. When was the last time the Raiders had two penalties for ten yards? Right. Ruggs had a touchdown stolen and Carr sparked the team with an airborne twelve yard gain for a first down in the red zone. The defense played well and stiffened at the end. Isaiah Johnson made two great pass defenses to ensure victory. I did get a kick out of Johnson's celebration run during the review uh, when he saw the Jumbotron showed that the ball came out as the receiver went to the ground. I love the enthusiasm. Yes, that was cool. Now on to the next two division games at home to help us clear a path to Super Bowl LV. That's right, LV. Yeah, baby. I like the recap of I like the recap of Made Men in RFR 183. I found it curious though that Murph apologized for omitting Alaska <sighs> so Raider from the list. He mentioned him at number six. However, I, I didn't hear my name. I Raider know. Nation forever. Frank from NorCal, proud made man. Right on, Frank from NorCal. I'm so sorry. Yeah, so I announce Alaska Raider at number six, and then at the end I go, hey, I think I missed Alaska Raider. 
I'm such, oh, a, I'm, such a, I'm such an idiot. Yes, and I and, and so, so Frank from NorCal is now on the list. So thank you, Frank from NorCal. Appreciate your uh, and he has no problem calling us out, and I love that. No, like please, like bring it up. He calls he calls one of us out. I think and I, every, I know, right? And I love it. He's either picking on you about Derek Carr or me about my accounting skills when it comes to the made well, man and yeah. made woman. Yeah, absolutely. So great stuff there from Frank in NorCal. I got uh, another one. What? I got another one. All right, who you got? You all have trusted me with another email. Oh, my gosh. You did great uh, you know on why? that. You it's did because good, it's Jeff. from the men guy, and I refuse to read them. Oh, no. Till they admit hey, that they what? are I'm one. I'm pretty proud of myself. I read that with very minimal stuttering. You did, yeah, you, you did. did. You did, did a good job, man. It was good stuff. Yeah, if you get it stuff. closer to your eyes, you'd be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Dear RFR. There you go, Bubba. We are five and three. Let's go. Yes. Offense wins games, but defense wins championships. Come on. Game balls to Nick Kwiatkowski. He saved the game on a two-point conversion, laying the wood on Taylor and Isaiah Johnson for not one but two pass breakups to seal the victory. DC balled out. Hashtag DC for MVP. Come on. Overall, I'm so happy that we beat the Chokers, and now who's next? The Denver Donkeys. Time to go out and show the Donkeys what we're about. Anyways, peace out, Daniel Mangus, proud man, man, diehard Raider fan. Nice job, That's Daniel Mangus. That's right. That's right. And you know what? And it's cool. He mentioned defense wins championships, and it's awesome that to hear Whitehead changed his name to number uh, to number forty two. <laughs> oh my god, number forty two. Oh wait, no wait. That's, That's Corey, Corey Littleton. Littleton. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. like, 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 seriously, like the Raiders have done it. Like I mentioned about Nassib, right? Like we didn't sign him to expect him to be a superstar, but we kind of signed Corey Littleton and expected him to be a hey, superstar. G- switch the camera to me. Yeah, I will. I'd be glad to. Corey Littleton, step up, <laughs> step up, <laughs> dude's blowing it in coverage, man. Oh my not, gosh! Yeah, he's not doing well. What are well. you doing, bro? Yeah, he's not doing well. As good as he is in coverage, he's not doing well this year. <laughs> but you know what's amazing, though? Let's 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 give Daniel some propers on that. Yeah. The fact that he called out DC4 MVP based on Derek's stats, the fact that we got five wins, like, yes. at what point do we not start having that conversation? Mosh, let's turn it over. I'm going to ask you that question because you got the last email to read from Paul. But, like, what else would Derek have to do at this point? What other box does he have to check? I don't know if there are anymore. I don't. That's what I'm screaming. Like, I, I, it's just, it's just, keep going the way you're going, and it, you know, we used to argue, and and, and it was, it, it was, it was debate, it was argument, it was. Uh, you said, "Oh, he lost the middle." You love that phrase. He lost the middle. He lost the middle. It. I don't believe he ever lost the middle, but if he did, he's sure doing the right things to win him back. Amen. Oh, he's won him back, but he's won him back for sure. And the only thing I could say that he may have left to do is to make the playoffs and win a playoff game. There you go. Boom. If he makes the playoff and wins a playoff game, I mean, that's a strong case for MVP. Because what's the can- I mean, how do you win the MVP? You have to be the most valuable player on your team to make your team successful. You know? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the way it's written. <laughs> That's the way it's written. That's, I mean, that doesn't always necessarily come true. Well, and sometimes it could be a popularity contest. There's sure. no doubt. But I think that the, as the Raiders continue to stack wins, they become popular. We just talked about it tonight. You can't find a Raider jersey. It, they're winning a popularity contest at this yeah. point. You know what I mean? You got m- mainstream media now talking about the Raiders. Like yes. as those things continue to come to fruition, as those as those things continue to evolve, man. I don't think that. Uh, I think it's a. Ver- Let's just say this. At this point. Especially if we win one more, if we go to six and three after now winning three division games, plus beating the Saints, 
and, and in one of those division games being the best team in football, the Kansas City Chiefs, I think it's very appropriate for us to consider Derek Carr for the MVP conversation. And that's something I right on. did not think would come out of my mouth this Hell season. no! And I love it. I love being wrong. Mosh. Good evening, guys. Hope you're all well. Let's start this week with huge congratulations to the Raiders for managing to find another way of bringing drama into our lives. Just when you thought it couldn't get any more nerve-wracking, we pull off a win in extraordinary fashion. The lows and highs of football in a few seconds. To get myself prepared for the game, I watched a a few YouTube videos such as Black Sunday and Raiders' hardest hits. That kind of thing. I I always listened again to the Phil Villapiano interview in episode 65. What a hero Foo is. The story of how Al Davis traded him always cracks me up. So I was ready to go, but not prepared enough for what was to come at the end of the game. The game had pretty much everything in it. Some good, some bad. I thought we were starting to wrestle control of how things were going until the last two minutes of the first half when we imploded a little bit. Thankfully, we came out firing straight after the break. It set the tone for the rest of the game, and what happened next was exhausting and exhilarating, and it all adds up to one thing. Five and three, baby! Come on! Next up, it's the Donkeys, who I can't think of anymore without hearing Houston Raiders Steve's donkey song. (laughs) It'd be nice to win a game. (laughs) Well, all I can say to that is just wait. There's more. Yeah, right? Oh, yes. Teaser. It it would be nice to win a game by 30-plus points for a change, so let's make it this Sunday against those orange fools. As we've now reached the halfway point in the season, I was mulling over who have been my stars over the last eight games. So, my half-season MVP list is as follows. Best offensive player, Derek Carr. Amen. Yes, he's sir. leading by example, and he's performing consistently. He's doing what he wanted, what we all wanted him to do. Although, I wish he'd slide to finish his runs, not go head first like this week when he went all Marcus Allen. <laughs> Best defensive player, Nick Quitazowski, very reliable and consistent. <laughs> we need to keep him healthy because he's becoming a very important player. Good, good read on that, Paul. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Best special teams, Daniel Carlson. Oh, Only made a couple of call, errors man. this season. He'll have some important game-winning kicks to come as the season progresses, especially in the playoffs. DC2. Yes, this one's going to get you. Yeah, it is. Best coach. Okay. Let me go ahead before I read what what Paul says. Who do you think he's going to say? Well, I'm well. My opinion, Tom Cable, Hefe, mm. uh, Greg Olson, Tom Cable. He's worked wonders with Come an ever changing O line. Amen. Can you imagine what he's going to produce when everybody's healthy? We've talked about that at nauseum. Yep. yep. Biggest surprise player. Give me one. You give me one. You give me one. He's got two. Biggest surprise player. For, oh, yep. Nelson Aguilar. Okay. Derek Carr. A tie between Nelson Aguilar <laughs> and Devontae Booker. Uh, oh, Booker. That's <laughs> oh, good. That's solid. That's very good. Solid. Yeah. And then Paul goes on to say, I bought into the negativity surrounding both of them when they arrived, yep. but they've shut me up and a few others as well. All right, here we go. Unsung hero, and this should really be called the Rodney Hudson Award because the big guy is a diamond and constantly overlooked by anyone outside the nation. Yep, absolutely. Alec Ingold. Oh. I don't remember him making a mistake whenever he's called on or he does his job well. This was a close call with Hunter Renfro. 
So he's named kind of basically three of them. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's what he's saying is That's Hudson a pick every freaking week. But, yeah. yeah. It is Hudson, but then after that, it's a pick em. Like, Ingold, mm-hmm. man, like, gosh, what an unsuccessful. Yeah, he scored the first yep. touchdown on the Legion Stadium. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay, so man. this one is a no brainer. Okay. Everybody under the sun. Biggest disappointment. One, two, three. Corey Littleton. Again, this could be me buying into too much hype, but I thought we'd be hearing his name all the time. Nobody excited me more than he did when he signed, but he's being outshone, and for a player of his ability is not good enough. We need more from him. Come on. Of course, we're seeing consistency, great performances from the likes of Abram, Crosby, Max, Max. Jacobs, and Waller as well. There's a lot to love where we were and where we're going, guys. Finally, this week, off the field, we've been hit with fines across the board for COVID infractions, which I know have a problem. We have a problem with. However, the loss of a draft pick is very harsh, in my opinion. We all know how yeah. important they are to us, especially when Mike the Magnificent Maylock does this thing in the lower rounds. Hopefully, common sense will prevail and will win the appeal. Elsewhere around the league, the NFC least continues to astonish. The Giants are bottom of the division. They've lost seven games out of nine, and they're only one game back. (laughs) That's crazy. How does that That work? That division is a disaster, man. What a joke. It's so bad. Five and 11 or six and 10 could win the division this year. The crazy world of 2020 keeps on going. I'm sending this through to you on Tuesday, but I wanted to mention Veterans Day and Remembrance hey. Day here in the UK. Uh, you know, earlier in, in my talk about the vets, I, I mentioned about uh, Mark Van Egan, and one of the things that Mark Van Egan did last year when he went to uh, England with the Raiders was he went and uh, he went and toured an RF. Um, oh, I can't remember. It's the the Royal Air Force base there. And was presented with a little, you really? know, yeah, and it, it oh, just that's awesome. so he he also went out and was you know was talking with some of the the British troops and stuff. So that's I thought amazing. that's pretty cool, yeah, very cool. I, I apologize if I said that wrong. If I called them British troops and it's United Kingdom troops, I don't any I don't know the nomenclature. I apologize for that. Our few days of commemoration finish Wednesday, and Veterans Day falls at that same time. So to all the current serving personnel and those that have served around the world, a huge thank you. And to those that are no longer with us and have been injured or affected by their service you'll never be forgotten stay safe rfr family love you raider nation his lordship paul edgerton shropshire mississippi Polly award winner 2019 foggy glasses award winner 2020 brt sizzler scorekeeper proud made man five time five time five time winner of the raiders fan radio brt sizzler award there you go paul 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 Paul. 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 I'm looking at my watch. What time is it? You tell me what time is it? Time for a break. 
Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Get your fast forward button ready. <laughs> Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Uh, all right, we're back! We're back. <laughs> oh my gosh, so good! Britannia, Britannia rules the waves. Nice! This is Keith Smith. The Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. And you're listening to Raider Fan Radio. And we're in Merth's Cave, and I tell you, this is the only place you need to be. Go Raiders! All right, appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate you and the sea of fans. So we just got done with the emails. That is show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Next up, we have the voicemails. You can call us at 909-345-3346 and leave us a message. If we play your message three times, you become a made man or a made woman. And if you are the best emailer or if you're the best voicemailer of the week, we will award you a Sizzler Award, and that will be coming up soon from Uncle Mosh. But the leader of the made man and the made women is Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Uncle Mosh mentioned him earlier, and we always start off this segment with him. Let's check in with our buddy, Aaron. Greetings, Don Murphy. It's Larry Moss on the boss, Sonny. Sergeant Arms, a sizzler. Big Raider trucker. Mojo for when the universe speaks. Ramon the Mean King. Swag Jeff. Ron the Mater Raider. Nation, it's your cop or in the Q-Dog Raider coming to you from the great state of Texas. I'm starting this call with full respect to the brave men and women who have actively served or formally protected this great nation, the United States, coming from all walks of life from here in America. Happy Veterans Day. Back in 1919, President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed November 11 as Armistice Day to commemorate the end of the fighting in the First World War in the 11th hour on the 11th day of the 11th month. Later, May 13, 1938, Armistice Day in the United States was proclaimed National Holiday of Honor for World War I veterans. Back in 1954, Armistice Day was renamed Veterans Day to honor American veterans of all its wars. Now, in the spirit of this, I also want to give respect to my brothers that have worn the uniform from Raider Nation. Brothers who answered the call to serve our soon-to-be great, great nation again. You know him as Uncle Mosh, but I have come to honor him as Airman Saul Tulamakia, 
Salute. You may know him as Mojo Raider. I respect him as Navy Mustang Lieutenant Cantrell. Salute. And you may know him as Ramon the Mean King, but I have the privilege of befriending a member of the most devastating fighting force the world has come to know, who only has a few feelings left in his heart and heart. Dedication to the Commandant and the Corps, passion for all things Raiders, love for his mama, and recoil. As for the game, I mean, when the hell did we start getting, you know, last-minute boots reviews on last plays of games? But you know what? We were playing the L.A. Superchargers. And at least, you know, the score ended up 31-26 in a game that, you know what, you can say we played down to the level of our competition, but we're 5-3. and three. This is almost a scary repeat of last season. Let's not go the last eight games of this season with a meltdown. We're 2-0 and oh in division and 4-1 and one, four and one, excuse me, in road games. Back in week eight, our Raiders held the doo-doo Browns to just six points. <laughs> While we knew the weather conditions aided the defense, we just didn't know how much they aided the defense. After giving up 26 points in week eight, we now have the defense, you know, standing tall. But that game was an outlier. I mean, we just gave up, I mean, count them, how many points? 26 points to the San Diego, nope, let's call them Los Angeles Superchargers. Totally unacceptable. I mean, the group surrendered 440 total yards and 27 points, excuse me, 26 points to the Chargers week nine. I mean, this is a problem. I mean, as well as the offense has played, the defense is simply not sustainable. I mean, we made Justin Herbert, don't call him Haybear, look like a superstar. I mean, they can blame him all the injuries they want, but every team goes through injuries. But the lack of execution by the players, it comes down to coaching. Raider Rue, are you, are, are you with me? Are you listening? Let's go ahead and talk about this guy. Gunther must go. I don't know how and why we're going to be able to make this happen, but we can't sustain giving up this many points if we want to be a serious playoff contender, whether or not they expand the competition pool or not. I mean, something's got to give. I mean, can you imagine if we actually had a good defense? I mean, I witnessed such a defense dismantle the Raiders' de facto owners. TB12 on Sunday night. Who that? The hit list. Of course, it's Paul Gunther. Ice Cube, Mike Dick is going to stay on. Respect goes out to Kevin, the Raider nerd who beat me in fantasy football this week. <laughs> B-Dog in the past year, Raider born Rico, Haley from Scotland, Watch Raider, Sugar Shane, Bobby Wasabi, Raider Homer, his lordship, Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi, Patch, Rev Raider, Monster Mash Ken, Running <coughs> Bear, Coach Davis, Raider Lim, Raider Cliff, Oso Raider, Big Easy Raider, Raider 1975, Fabricated Gear, Wild Raider, Desk Grease, <laughs> I just want a melody for my brother. And of course, as always, Amanda's brother be named later, Splatterhead, and all the guys from the fan club blitz. Rue, postscript. Congratulations to Jalen Hurts for becoming a bruh, a member of Omega Sci Fi, Rudy Rue. <laughs> nice. Love it, man. Hey, yeah. the best. Thanks, Capo, for the shout out. I appreciate that. I, I, I will be remiss if I don't mention, and I had it in my notes and I just checked and I, I went over it, that yesterday was the 245th birthday of our Marine Corps. The Marine Corps, yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And I, and, I, and I dropped the ball on that. So. To uh, to all my Marine Corps brothers out there, Semper Fi. Absolutely, man. That's uh, my dad, and uh, and and coming back to the to the show, man. That's Ramon, man. Yep, absolutely. Yep, absolutely, you know what I mean. So we pre- the, the only man that's got 
RFR Inc. on his bicep. He's I got love that guy. Right underneath his Raider, I love tat, that his guy, Raider shield. Yep. If he's listening, let's, let's effing go. Let's effing go. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did he pull up? So Swag and I are sitting there doing a podcast, Mosh. R- Ramon would come over and he'd pull the air, air cup open like this on it. And he'd go, let's effing go. And he would. Oh, yeah. The, oh, oh, and I still, get, so I fun, still get texts from him today. He goes, hey, man, I meant to tell you. Let's effing go. <laughs> I love it. Best, I love it. Ramon the meme king, man. He's All the right. best, dude. He's the best. And thank you, Aaron, for that. Appreciate yeah, all the kind words, absolutely. man. And that's why, uh, you know, Aaron is the... He always leads off this segment, man. Yeah, Much respect, my friend. All right, next up, let's get to our buddy. All right, let's... let's it was, we turn the lights. Turn down the lights down, though. Let's get the lights down here. Let's get a little ASMR oh, here in the fan cave. All right, oh. And we're gonna hear this guy is gonna he's gonna bookend our segment tonight. You know. Oh this my makes. gosh, yeah, Michelle he, Sweat, if you're listening, get Lamont to <laughs> turn the volume down <laughs> on right. your computer. Yes. That's, Rico's gonna start us off Rico oh, from no. the Canary Islands. Oh, let's right, go. Let's go. Here we go. Hey guys, Ridder Morico here. So last week I want to send you this message, but then I forgot what day it was, so I was sending. To you uh, today, uh, Sunday, prior to the uh, Chargers game. Now listen, if we have to start a dynasty, let's start it with the rivalry games. No matter if a season had ended up with a Lombardi or a loss, you always start a dynasty becoming the undefeated in your division. So a 6-0 Worst case scenario, let's say five and one this year, is a good message that we are ready to dominate. This is the moment, three division games for the next weeks, and a chance to finally have a victory streak. Now, in my scale of eight, the donkeys always fill the first uh, spot. Now, I got 31 spot for it in my scale of eight. But, of course, the, the real rivalry is the, is the donkeys, you know. I never buy into the Chiefs. Yeah, they got their run during the 90s. They, they were, like, more competitive with us for entering in the playoffs. But I never buy in, into them. Also, when I see it, I see it the last time when um, Murph and uh, Sonny have that RFR rundown before the, the Kansas City game. And I say, relax, guys. They're just the Chiefs. A Muppet show with with two Super Bowl on the shoulder and one is from the Jurassic. So, yeah, probably the Chiefs right now. They're feeling the second spot. But for a long, long time, Chargers have been feeling the second spot of my scale of fate now the scale of I fate hate so i love much that the charges especially the the philip rivers one now don't sleep on them okay this is a new rivalry they have um we had to bring some new hate they have some players that i would have liked also to see in a raider uniform like kenneth murray and uh joshua kelly uh, Joshua Kelly uh, was one also in my radar for the pick of this year, but then I discarded because it's very similar to George Jacobs. So I say, well, I was looking more for a power back. But I remember then we, uh, with uh, Mojo, we were talking about taking in consideration if we were going to have a quarterback, a rookie quarterback, we were taking in consideration Justin Herbert. So don't sleep on that kids. Don't don't sleep on this new rivalry. Now, 
we got to bring back that thing that we lost in the last two games, that is the containing the quarterback. We were able to contain a lot of quarterback. We have just to do the same thing, contain a quarterback like that, stop the run as we have done in Kansas City, and we will be able to win this game. So with all this say, let's go Raiders, let's get the streak, let's dominate this division love you all and i'm out and i'm out and i'm out i love that man great stuff there from rico man i love the scale of fate mosh i love that term man that's fantastic there so good stuff from our buddy rico in the canary islands all right we're coming up to time here so we're gonna hit the accelerator uh let's get next to our buddy. is it scale of fate or is it the way rico talks and he says scale of fate i think it's scale of hate Scale but of hate? Scale of hate. That's how I heard it. Okay. Because Rico says, <clears throat> he says, Do it, Marsh. Now listen, I want to bring you up to date on my scale of hate. Oh, scale the scale of, of hate. hate. My scale of hate. I like it. Scale of I hate. like that too. I like them both. Scale of hate. Okay. Yeah. I dig you it. Got it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. That's my best Rico. Well, you're impression. all way about, you're about dialect. You're yeah, the actor absolutely. around here. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I dig it, man. Good stuff. All right, next up, let's get to, uh, so from the Canary Islands to Northern Alaska. To the Aleutian Islands. Is that? From the, the Canary Islands to the Aleutian Islands. Are the Aleutians in North Alaska? Yes. Are they? Yes. I don't know. Like, I wonder what the distance is there. From the Canaries to the Aleutians? Yeah. I don't know. Somebody Google that while we're listening to our buddy Kill Jadis. Two weeks in a row. Screwed over two weeks <laughs> in a row. Ooh, yeah, quit blowing the fuse and get the talk. <laughs> you know what? No, no. I'm not, I don't feel like it. You talk to them. Two weeks in a row, bruh. Ooh, yeah. I guess it's just you and me, the Macho Man Raider Savage. Yeah. Do you know the similarities of Apple and the NFL? The Chargers suck. Ooh, yeah. Apple and the NFL, hey, the Chargers suck. I use Apple Press. Shut up, you It's a joke. <laughs> Much like the choice that, yeah. See, all of your nation knew the Raiders were going to win. Yeah. And even the Chargers fans knew. Well, only a few of them because they only have 10 fans. Yeah. The autumn wind came to Los Angeles and started pouring. Yeah. And the Chargers started sparking up. And it was shocking, nonetheless, that the Chargers gave us a good match. Yeah. It took everything we could to get ahead of them. Yeah. Dead even. No room for error. Pure defensive game with some smash mouth football like the days of old. Ooh, yeah. But the days of old are gone, though, yeah. The future is here. And what was a catch 20 years ago is no longer a catch. Yeah. <laughs> you better bring your athleticism like the pure athlete that is the macho man Raider Savage. Because the Raiders were charging. They had the voltage. There wasn't a sign of the knowledge, but they let us slip through their fingers because they couldn't handle the current that the Raiders were giving back to them. Yeah, the Chargers are not electrifying like we they think that they are. Yeah, they're more like sparklers. Yeah, people think that they're fireworks. They want to show people what they're worth. Let the colors burst and shoot across the sky. Really. <laughs> Have some dazzle, but can't deliver it when it counts, and therefore becomes stale. Yeah, sure, the Sparklers have the same game plan as the Raiders, which is eat up more 
game time than the Raiders. Like Uncle Mush, it's Rubens. The Raiders <laughs> came the and we delivered when we needed the most. Yeah, it's over for them. Their batteries are dead. What? No charge. What? Out of tune. What? Blown circuit. What? Unable to keep the electrons and the charged particles at the city pace. Yeah. What? Stop giving me that pun, kill Janus, or you're going to be sad with more than static. Either way, we did to the charges what you do to a cheese fan on my support and a defective phone charger. You unplug them. Oh, yeah. Bigger. What? That's it. I'm getting... Google Voice. Oh, no! Somebody's got to get him a clock or a stopwatch or something in the illusions. I know, right? That was epic, man. That oh. was one of his best ever uh, Macho Man Raider Savages. Oh. And yes, we killed Janus. That's now three, three weeks, weeks in, in a, a row. row. And dude, you got to get under the three-minute time. I, I, I got to go. I'm, I had like X's and everything by him. I'm writing my notes here, and I'm like, epic when he gets pissed at himself. And I'm like... <laughs> That's so funny. That's the best. Kill Janus, shut up, or you're going to get it. I can just see him sitting there in his bathroom doing this with his face all scrunched up, and he'd go, oh, yeah. Pulling the phone back and going back and forth. It's so good, man. Oh, man. man. We hate it for you, brother, man. But keep him coming, dude. Keep him coming and just hit the stopwatch. All right, next up, we're going to go to. Hey, wouldn't it be great next week when when he's doing it? And, and 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 Macho Raider comes on, and he's going, oh, yeah. And you got Kill Janus in the background going, I'm in at 45. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sir. Hey, that's what's going to happen now. Hey, so you wanted to know the distance from the Canary Islands yes. to, to northern Alaska. Yes. 4,964 oh miles. Almost 5,000 miles. 5,000 5, miles. Tell me uh, that we don't, our little tiny podcast from your bonus room doesn't reach around know, the world. Right? Well, That's yeah. amazing, man. Awesome stuff. So thank, thank you, Swaggy. Yeah, man. Thank you, yes, for Swag, for that. Thank you, Rico. And, of course, thank you, Kill JNS, man. Keep them coming, dude. Uh, we know it's going to stay light up there for a long time here. Coming very soon. <laughs> you, you got plenty of time to keep calling the show. All well, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, next up, let's get to our buddy. And uh, so from the Aleutian Islands to Southern California, let's go to, but I can't talk. Let's go to Beto. You know the city. Yeah, we do. Greater Beto, you know the city. Derek Carr, why are you running the damn ball? Why are you Are we really complaining about that? Throwing that beautiful pass to Renfro. You know how I sound like right now? I sound like every Derek Carr hater. Oh, oh, he got me. He got me. Y'all need to shut up now. (laughs) (laughs) Through that beautiful pass that only Patrick Mahomes is able to do, oh. and he did that. But the media's not going to talk about that. Derek Carr flying out there like he's Superman, saving the day and extending those plays. You guys want him to run, don't you? Well, he's doing it. You want him to win in cold weather games? He's doing it. You want him to make those deep throws? He's doing it. Right so on. please. Absolutely. Now, defense. Notice a little thing. The run game is not too bad. The rush defense is not too bad. There's a lot of potential with it. Uh, it was like last year, rush defense was too bad. But on occasions, you get those like really big running backs that run us over. But the rush defense is average. I'm not going to say it's the best, but it's bearable. The pass defense is another thing. It is very, very bad. <laughs> Can't stop those passing plays. Or, but Isaiah Johnson did come up in the uh, moment that it mattered the most. And I noticed that the defense comes up when it matters the most. And they did it this game. 
there was more pressure on Herbert. There was more hurries on him, which I like that, but they're still not getting to him as much as word. They should have been at least two more sacks, at least two more sacks in the D-line. I'm glad Nassib and Matt Crosby got one. Lefebvre should have got one. Uh, Kukowski is, I don't even know how to pronounce the name, but number 44, he's playing really good. Uh, best free agent signing. Like number 42. The, the last player I know that wore that number is Carlos Joseph. I don't know who's wearing that number now, but anywho, Raiders defense, it's making improvements, you know, so I'll give it that. I still need a lot to improve on, but the thing is that the Raiders are winning, and that's all that matters. Winning cares everything. Come on. Up next against the dancing jackass named Drew Locke <laughs> and the Broncos, or the Denver jackasses, the donkeys, los burritos, as I like to call them. <laughs> good, uh, good game. Uh, we'll see how that goes. One game at a time, we're going to have ourselves. But Raiders looking good. You know, that those deep passes, they're happening. You know, so Derek Carr should sit down and shut up. You know, this man is on the MVP season. Come on. And, yeah, that's all there is to it. As always, go Raiders. Also, Murph, go Dodgers. No, oh, whatever. All right, so oh. that, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> That'll <laughs> never get him. Oh. Uh, I know. I, I, <laughs> that also disqualifies you. Yeah, exactly. If Google right. Boyce gets you or you mention the Dodgers. <laughs> Either, either. You mention the Dodgers or the Lakers, you're out. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but anyways, great stuff there from our buddy Beto. All right, next up. Uh, without further ado, here we go. The historian, Houston Raider Steve. Murph, Mosh, Swag Jeff, uh, Made Man, Made Women, Raider Nation family, Houston Raider Steve. All I can say is, uh, saw on Facebook, it said uh, Charger Nation. Well, I tell you what, Philip Rivers has more children than the Chargers have fans. My neighbor's a Charger fan, but we don't talk to him. San Diego Super Chargers. Hey, this week, we're playing the Denver Broncos. Up there in uh, Wasted Land. Anyway, let me ride that donkey, donkey. 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 Freeze! That's my song of the week. Great win. Let's go Raiders. We're back, baby. Yeah, we are. Hey, Broncos. You, your fandom. Whoever wants to wear creamsicle colors, please, and freeze your butt off. I'll take Las Vegas any day. The Raiders are back, baby. He's so funny. He's the best, man. Love his calls, man. Great stuff there from Houston Raiders, Steve. All right, Mosh, we got one more before we get out of here, and you award the Sizzler Sizzler Award tonight. Uh, Let's get to our buddy one more time. So we heard from him. Pre-game. Oh my now gosh. let's hear from Rico. So he went from the Canary Islands to the Aleutians and back to the Canaries. And now let's hear. Oh wait, what was it? His uh, his list of hate. No, not list no, of no, fate. No, no. no what? Right. It's my uh, Rico scale of hate. Scale of hate. Okay, so scale of hate. Rico. Hey guys, Rede Rico here. So uh, I'll send you also a message after the game, a quick message, and it's going to be quick also for another reason. And the reason is Nick the Quick, number 44. Thank God he's with us. Now, can't be the only one, okay, in the linebacker position working with efficiency. So, Corey Littleton, you got one game, and this against the Donkeys, and it is one of the most important. You got that game to show up and prove you worth something. With all that say, I love you all, and I'm out. 
All right, good stuff there from Rico. All right, Mosh, so every week we award a Sizzler Award, best emailer, best phone caller. Who do we got this week? Well, we started off with Rico. Now, anytime someone says, now listen, <laughs> everybody listens. listens. <laughs> <laughs> and he ended it, of course, with his scale of, Rico scale of hate. Two weeks in a row, now three weeks in a row, killed Jadis. Oh. Man, amazing Google voices. And and then, of course, we got the uh, the Beto rant, the game recap, and uh, lost his shot at a sizzler by bringing up the Dodgers. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, Houston Raiders, Steve. I love it. He's, he did two songs. that He did the, the Chargers song and then the... Let me ride that donkey. And someone needs to tell him there is more words to that. <laughs> and, but I did love his creamsicle colors. And then, yes. of course, called out Rico. Second call, called out Corey Littleton. And it has to happen. But those were all great. But I'm going to have to go with, I'm going to have to go, even though I didn't understand it, I'm going to have to go with the email oh. based solely on your responses. Yes. Because you two guys, I mean, when Jeff gets into his falsetto laugh, yes. I know it's good. <laughs> yeah. And, yes, you know, and yeah. he killed you guys. So this week, <laughs> ta da, Raider! Sizzler. 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 I like the end that we've changed it to Who's now turned into freaking one of the best receivers in football Well, So good Hey, and so just for the record Like Beto, that call was great But if you think we're being petty By disqualifying you for mentioning the Dodgers You're talking to a man in Uncle Mosh That literally told Tommy to sort it to his face That he hated him <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I did. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's and, not and a joke. That's not a joke. Yeah. No, that's the real deal. And there's a picture of him patting my belly afterwards. <laughs> that's amazing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the Dodger hate around here is it's real, legit. man. It's, it's legit. It's one legit. One of the Mr. Dodger. For crying out loud. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So great stuff there but from Beto, other than the Dodger reference. But then, hey, but congratulations, Tide Raider. I can't wait to fill in Uncle Mosh on the Game of Thrones references. And don't forget, folks. A lion does not concern himself with the opinions of the sheep. Just remember that. Uh, you can always find us at uh, youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. And you can always find us, of course, on any podcast service by just searching for Murph's Fan Cave, M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. Please support the One Nation Foundation by going to onenationfoundation.net. And I'm sure Swag will tell you about all the rest of the ways that you can support it. Give us those donations, please, because we're going to give all that money away. Swaggo, thank you for being here tonight. Uncle Mosh, thank you for being here tonight. Swaggo, take us out. Yeah, yeah, and thanks for everyone that joined into the chat uh, on the YouTube, even though we're not live exactly right now because hashtag YouTube down. But, uh, but <laughs> yeah. you know, thanks for everyone. Ron the Mater Raider, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Michelle Sweat, Adam Hill. Uh, the whole crew, Lee B, Atticus B. Rockin', those are the guys that were in there at the beginning of 
the episode before YouTube decided to shut us down. But uh, yeah, yeah. And thank you so much. Uh, go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear and click on either one of those links. You can go to Fanatics.com and you can buy all the Raider swag or you can go to RFR Live uh, and go to Public where you can buy a Swag Jeff shirt, an Uncle Mosh mask, a Murph's fan cave pillow, anything <laughs> your heart desires. Uh, Uncle Mosh, my man, take us home. Hey, well, it's so good to be here. So good to be back in the fan cave. What a great way to spend Veterans Day. Happy birthday, Marine Corps. I'd like to say on behalf of Murph's Fan Cave and Dominicos, thanks for listening tonight. <laughs> they supplied the Reuben that I ate earlier. Don't forget that yeah, he, uh, yeah, we're back next week. All yes, of us. We are. I think we're we back, are. baby. We're back. Come we're on. back. Thanks for listening tonight. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. <laughs> <laughs> for Murph and my buddy Swaggy J, you got your old Uncle Mosh, and you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Remember, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night. Good night, YouTube and podcast service. <laughs> Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. If you have thyroid eye disease and your eyes feel like they're getting kicked in the backside, it might be time to discover another treatment option. To learn more, visit TreatMyTed.com. That's TreatMyTed.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.